you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Support for today's show comes from Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes and no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash FriendZone and use code FriendZone to get $30 off your first month and show support for the show. Talkspace. It's therapy for how we live today. Okay. This week's episode is also brought to you by Form. Form is ready to revolutionize how you love and care for your hair. They're the first end-to-end system designed to make hair care simple, delivering uncompromising performance without sacrificing the health of your hair. Go to formbeauty.com forward slash the friend zone to get 10% off, free shipping on your first purchase, and a free form mini when you spend over $50. Get personal with form. Welcome to the friend zone. So you are upset. No, I'm not upset. You are upset. So you were angry. No, so you are angry. No, where you were angry. You're the one that's in anger management. But you need to be. No, you need to be. No, you need to be. No, you were trying to say is that I was taking food off of your plate. And you were. Freaking fraud. Those are the two that I would get rid of right away, honey. They're declassing the show. (laughs) Freaking fraud. What made me laugh the most was Nene said, freaking fraud. Those are the two I'd get rid of right away, honey. They're declassing the show. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at them. Shout out to Nene and Portia. We'll get there. We're not there yet for an epic television argument that brought us back to the roots of why we like to see people argue on reality television. There was a legitimate backstory and beef history between the two opponents. Yeah. And it made for one yeah, hell yeah. of a bout. Yeah. With that yeah, being yeah. said and done, welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell, a.k.a. as Trey Song said, which one of y'all... Wants a musty brain. I know I don't. <laughs> now that used to be a track. Do you remember the remix with Carrie Hilson and Usher? Yes. I wonder if Usher a was time. scratching in. Oh my God. Oh. And he was like, which two of y'all going home? Ooh. Going home with 
Tasha. Stop. Everybody I mean, ran. Uh, <laughs> Y'all, it hasn't even been five minutes. You would have thought, you would have thought somebody when he Look, asked when he it, put that invitation out, you would have thought somebody shot off one of them pop guns you start a race with the way everybody gonna run nowadays. <laughs> Boy, you ask us, us ask you out in a club. You think you at the goddamn sprint, the Olympic sprints. <laughs> Jackie Joyner and Flo joining them running to get the hell away from his ass. You know how on TV when people run and fast forward, they're like, <laughs> when they run off, that's how people getting away from What's us the, nowadays. What's the runner in her wig came off? And yes. She kept going. <laughs> person A. Shit, that's who it was. Not person oh A. <laughs> that's awful. Hey, friend. Oh, no, don't hang, friend. <laughs> Atonement. Atonement, baby. Shame. 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 (laughs) (laughs) How are your weekends? Going good. Going real good. Had a uh, good productive weekend. Uh, I'm sure you guys did too, as we were in Washington, DC. Thank you so much to everybody who attended the Friend Zone Live in Washington, D.C. Thank you to our DJ, DJ Queen of Spades. Yes. Um, thank you to Jade and Kia, our sisters from Getting Grown. Yes. Um, we just had a great experience. And thank you to the one and only Xavier Omar, who blessed yes. us. Oh, my God. Yes. His insight and a performance. Crazy. And People were great. tweeting us like, I know y'all recorded this episode. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. sorry. No. We did not. But we have to catch him on tour. We're That's not going right. to. We're not going to put his vocals out there. You have to catch him on tour exactly. in the Pink Lightning tour, which is... is there? Do you know the website for it? I don't off the top of my head. You know what? We'll look for it during the music. Th- exactly. We'll we do. will have the information later on in this episode for you. Right. And that's it as far as our tour for this year. So yes. thank you, DC, for closing us out. It was amazing. Yes, it was. We had so much fun. So much fun. I got to see so many faces. London. Philadelphia, uh, New York City. Oh my God, I forgot man. about London. Dallas, DC. We really did some work this what year. What a year. Yeah. And we're very excited. Of course, we'll be releasing the new cities mm-hmm. at the top of the year. So hopefully, you guys are excited. We were already, already getting harassed on Twitter. Like, That's right. let me get my coins ready. Can you please release them? Get them ready because right. we want to come see all y'all. <laughs> Shit. So soon, soon, soon. Are you guys ready to jump into this week's show? I'm definitely ready to jump in. What about you, Asante? I am as well. So you know we have to start with that recap. Recap! So on last week's episode, which was the wild card episode, Dustin came up with the hilarious idea for us to have the Frammy Awards. Hey. And put out the polls. How did they do? Well, you know what? I guess that's what we'll ask you in the Twitter streets. But Asante, who stood out to you? Who stood out to you in the emails? So let me first start by saying, uh, shout out to the young lady last week. I read her comment, uh, Carissa, Mm -hmm. uh, the young white lady that said she listens to the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Carissa wrote back in just to let me know that she is white. (laughs) She proof that she is white, and that she is also. um, Did she send the MySpace sign to prove it? Well, listen, she said she wants to, uh, she said, I cannot do nails and I am white. Because I think, Dusty, you said that she sounds like she does nails with the name Carissa. <laughs> but she did want us to uh, know that she is white and she sent us this cute little video. It was a Snapchat. Let Look. I'm dead. She's really holding the MySpace <laughs> Yeah, hey, Carissa. <laughs> so shout out to Carissa for who had time to play with us because That's that cute. was the shit. Shout out to Carissa. She should always use caress soap. 
Because her name Carissa, so I'd be like, Carissa, they use Caress. Oh, my God. That could be like her Twitter handle or something. Use Caress soap, girl. Look at y'all giving her a housewife slogan. (laughs) Friend, what did you find? Um, I found Belkis Candelario on SoundCloud said... You said Belkis? Belkis, yeah. Oh, my God, Cardi wrote it? No, you didn't. (laughs) Record of the year... Definitely Despacito, mainly because I'm Puerto Rican, therefore very biased. Hey, <laughs> no, at least you honest. Straight to the point. And that's my favorite comment of the week. What about <laughs> you, Dustin? What'd you find in the Twitter street? In the street. <laughs> First of all, I'm not even finna do y'all like that. But I just want everybody to know that my picks won for the Premier Award. They sure did. <laughs> I was like... Uh, what's it? Um, what is it? Cash doll, blue Daniel Caesar. Cash doll. You know, but everybody, shout out to the nominees. We had fun. I feel like <laughs> and there were so many, you know, people who deserve to be there. The ones that was there deserve to be there. They won. It is what it is. But everybody that was nominated for a Frammy Award is going home with absolutely nothing. So I just want to give them yes. acknowledgement. Uh. Um, so I found that in these Twitter streets. I also would like to give a shout out to Nutella, a.k.a. X-N-U-L-Z, who said, name a bitch better than Taylor Swift and afforded oh. me the opportunity to say Velvet Moore. <laughs> who is Velvet Moore? <laughs> Asante. Would Don't like tell, tell me that's one of Kenya's dogs. <laughs> it's the Kenya's first dog. <laughs> oh, why did before I know she that? Got the, before she Twir- got the twins. Shout out to Velvet Moore. <laughs> Baby Velvet put that pearly leash on. <laughs> What's wrong with it? And stepped on to the good side. Oh, no. Because I believe Velvet no. went. I believe. Oh, now, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no. Velvet, oh, no. Velvet went on. Oh, no. Velvet transitioned. But I'm going to tell oh, you God. something. First of all, Velvet Moore, and I really hope I have a church organ for this because we got to give, we're going to give Velvet her roses. Well, we're going to give Velvet her dog biscuits <laughs> because we may not have had an opportunity while she was here, but Velvet Moore was a loyal dog and she was good to Kenya Moore when Kenya Moore wasn't even good to Kenya Moore. <laughs> Velvet is a dog who got tired. I believe that Velvet, what? I believe that stress took Velvet out of here. Does this t- and I just would like to give a moment of honor to Velvet. You may have, okay? You may have Please. put on your pearly ear collar <laughs> and doggy paddled on upstairs. However, you were loved and you will be honored, Velvet Moore. Thank you so much. How did we get here? Back to these streets. I want to give a shout out to everybody. I want to give a shout out to everybody who has been tweeting these reactions to Sophia the Robot. Oh, God. Did you see the stripper one? That one took me down. You didn't see the stripper robot? No, please don't. I would like to say that. As Dustin reads. I would like to say that the funniest tweet for me was the video of Charlene doing the robot going <laughs> eh, 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 making that noise <laughs> saying that when Sophia the robot came to kill her that's how she was going to pretend to be a robot <laughs> the videos of little Kim doing all the weird moves that she does on stage and people saying that that was going to be their defense when Sophia Ooh. the robot came starting her shit Jesus. the fact that Sophia the robot is a citizen I'm just 
you know, so the Twitter streets have had me in awe and amazed. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just showing. You got to be a real freakazoid to design a robot stripper. <laughs> You have so many Ooh. accessible strippers for you to make one with wires and <laughs> the stripper, the robot stripper already looked like it's got bad knees. You see how it looked <laughs> bending down? The wires was fraying and, and shit. Beta creaking. <laughs> and she was ashy. She needs some WD forty. Oh no. <laughs> Dustin. So that's what we found in these Twitter streets. You know what? That's what we I found in these Twitter it. streets. I'm I I'm ain't just gonna make it. you know, that's where we was at. So y'all ready to jump into this week's topic? Oh, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be... Why y'all looking at me like that? <laughs> With all the shits and giggles. Right. We're about to be like Tamar and go blind, <laughs> blind, blind. <laughs> We're about to go blind tonight. Okay, so I didn't tell the guys what the topic was. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's going to be a science episode, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good, I promise. Science. Pass me some suspenders and some glasses with tape in the middle. That'll be the title of the episode. All right, so, (laughs) damn it, Dustin. Can we do the new school uh, black (laughs) weird science? Wouldn't that be dope as fuck? And, Fran, you get to be the hot bitty because you are the hot bitty. (laughs) Not the hot bitty. All right, so let's go back to to high school, right? The science classes. Mm -hmm. The nervous system, right? Mm hmm. Is a complex network, right, of nerves and cells, and you have. <laughs> I love how y'all look. I really wish we had a camera. I was about here. to open this Reese's by the mic. <laughs> so you know you have this complex network, right, that is sending these um, electrochemical messages to your body. It's trillions of them. That's how complicated our bodies are. Mm-hmm. So let's pretend, just for an analogy, to make it easier to visualize, that your body is New York City. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> you said make it easier to <laughs> Pretend that the human body is New York City, right? So all the train stops are the neurons, right? All the train stops all around in different cities. And then you have the trains that are going in and out. Those are called the synapses, mm-hmm. right? No, the tunnel, actually. The tunnels connecting the trains from stop to stop to stop. That's the synapses, right? Mm-hmm. And the tunnels themselves are those electrochemical messages that the neurons are shooting to the next one. And it's all kinds of information. It's telling your body that you're tired, that you're bored. When to pee. When to pee. (laughs) When to eat a reason. Right. It's how you learn. It's how you remember. It's your memories. Asante, let's say you're one of those messages. You get on the train from one neuron to the next and it's telling your body. ladies and gentlemen. And Asante's message... So the next neuron is... It sounds like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> so from one neuron to another. <laughs> from one nerd to the other. Asante's message to the next neuron. <laughs> oh my God, y'all would. So Asante's message to the next neuron would be a dopamine loop, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're the music man. So hey. you're, you're telling them to get high off of the next songs. Uh, Dustin's message on the train would be to laugh, happiness, euphoria, right? Mine would be chill. It would be vibes. It would be telling the body to relax. Now it's time to burn some incense. Um, So now that you have a visual of the neurons, the synapses, the messages going through, there was recently a study by scientists in McGill University and Columbia University. They were tinkering around in the brain of a snail, and they realized that they figured out a way to, 
I'm trying to use the train analogy. They figured out a way to stop memories uh, from shooting to the next neuron. So that way you can actually take a... Their goal is to create a pill where you can actually uh, remove certain memories from your mind. <laughs> what? Like a delete button? Like a delete button. I could swallow a delete button? Now, they said that there's two different kind of memories, okay? You especially um, and the thing is this is this is gonna get out of hand obviously because already people, already you know it, <laughs> but the actual intention with it is for people that suffer from anxiety and PTSD to specific traumas. So you have two different types of memories. You have what they call associative, which is the actual information from that traumatic experience: who did it, where it happened, how you know, like the the details. And then you have non-associative memories, which is maybe a mailbox that happened to be nearby. You know, so triggers. So now let's the example that the scientists use in the interview was that if you're walking down a dark alley and you get mugged, the alley itself isn't the non-associative. It's maybe the mailbox you saw when you got past the alley. So now anytime you see a mailbox, what happens? You jump a little bit. You get a little bit anxious. Maybe you don't want to pass by mailboxes so now a non-associative trigger has been created Mm. but if they can create a pill that can just take those that's the intention right to just uh remove those non-associative memories then that way you won't be triggered all day and it'll just help people dealing with anxiety and triggers and all these um neurological issues it'll help them get through the day with more ease Mm. I'm just thinking about it. That being a party drug, like, girl, we gonna get fucked up tonight. Forget about and it. And that's the ethical issue that's starting to come up because that's the intention behind the product. But you know how humans do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna become a party thing. You break up with your ex. You want to forget it. <laughs> you, 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 you know how to. You cheat on them. You want to forget <laughs> it. Or God forbid, somebody put that shit in somebody's. Give it to somebody else. And you know what they I'm forget what happened. And that's yeah. the ethical aspect of it, right? So they're in the super early stages. I mean, they only did this with the snail, and the only parts that they figured out with the snail how to remove from the snail's memory are the non-associative memories. So it would just be removing the mailbox, but not actually removing the fact that the person got mugged. You know what I mean? So they're figuring it out. They're getting closer and closer. But the fact that with all these neural pathways, if our body has trillions of them, that they've managed to narrow it down, that's humongous. I mean, it's insane. And they're still trying to figure out, you know, how far they're going to take this. So for the sake of the show, let's pretend (laughs) that... They figured it out. Let's pretend that not only did they do it with the snail, but now they figured out how to do it with humans. Mm, and so now what do they want to forget. And now they figured out how to give you a pill that will that will actually help you forget certain experiences. Would you take it? No, I smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> I can forget shit on my own. You know that no, don't work. No, no, <laughs> no, I. I I don't think I could. No, why? I I just feel like I mean it would have to be you would have to hit me with some heavy like like I I, I have very bad vision and I even struggle with the thought of doing LASIK because I hear you get headaches from doing that. Oh really? Yeah, 
A lot of people I've talked to said that it's been successful, though. Like, I haven't heard anybody say it was reverse or whatever. Mm. So unless I've heard from tons of people that they have done it and that they can vouch for it, and even then I'm going to try to be, like, real skeptical about it, but I don't think that I could do it. I just don't see myself... I mean, I've had some very bad things have happened to me, but I had to learn the lesson that I've been through that shit to come back from. And I don't think about, like, the deep, heavy shit all the damn time, but... I don't have anything that I think about heavy enough to want to remove it like that. So I would not want to do it. Even on no petty shit, I wouldn't want to play with myself like that. Like, I don't know. That's just too it's mass specific. You gotta, I got to see the science behind that to really like be like, you know what? That's some shit I would think about doing. So that's not something you would not play with at all? Wouldn't tinker around no. with no kind of Mm-mm. memories? Okay. No. <laughs> Dustin, would you take it? Um, I'll always talk about how I kind of use not wanting to feel the way that something made me feel as motivation to make certain decisions, right? Mm -hmm. So if I go through something, um, an experience, whether because I hate that stupid-ass cliche, she not been through a lot. I hate that shit. (laughs) So if I have some experiences that are less than favorable or traumatic or whatever, I usually make certain choices and decisions afterwards so that I never am made to feel like that again. So if you hurt my feelings... I remember, you know what I mean, that that happened, and I'll never put myself in that position for you to hurt my feelings again. And with that being said, I already sort of, you know, remove the memory or whatever, the non-associative memory. So if if this drug is, like, tested, safe, all that other shit, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's pretend that this is, like, on the market. It's legal. It's been FDA approved. Yeah, people have taken it and called you on Instagram and put it on Instagram, like, forgot all about it. Right. (laughs) I feel like it's in total alignment with what I already do, Mm. so I would definitely take it. You would take it. Yes, because I don't ever (laughs) want to feel the way that that stuff made me feel. Right. Like ever. And so that's kind of the way I live. So I feel like this actually goes along with what I've done so far. And it will only like aid me in that. Amplify. Yeah. But here now I'm glad you said that. Have you ever have you guys ever watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yes. Mind? <laughs> Shout out to Jim Carrey. Are you kidding me? Right. So have I you ever watched that I was it? About somebody with bald with like bald spots, but go ahead. <laughs> here we go. So yes. in that movie, it's essentially about that. And, you know, they have the procedure. It's already created. But with that, it's a procedure, right? It's not Mm -hmm. a pill, if I remember correctly. It's a really old movie. But here's the thing. Let's say you want to... In that movie, he deletes... Is it he deletes or she deletes? I don't remember the movie so long. Right? I feel like it's... No, she deletes. I feel like she deletes. I feel like he was the one deleting, but I don't remember. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the case, one of them does uh, move forward with the procedure. It might have been him. Oh, no. I think it was her at the right? very end. Because remember, he bumps... Oh. Right? We're going to have to look that up. So he goes and sees her. And the thing is, what you forget is when you delete someone, the experience of bumping into them, now they don't know who you are. And it was a complete blank face that she had. And she was like, how can I help you? Like, she was working in a store. And that really fucked him up because even if you have been through something with someone that you low-key want to delete, but there's still those memories that weren't completely terrible and just the connection that you have with someone. And so he didn't anticipate that part. (laughs) He didn't anticipate seeing her and not being acknowledged and no longer having that connection with her, 
would you be ready for that? And you'd be okay with that? Well, I feel like that's one specific type of memory to delete. Like, right. I'm not even thinking about, like, relationship stuff, like, between, like, romantic relationships. I'm thinking about other, like, emotional trauma. Right. And so if the, this, what I, from what I understand now, we're not saying we're deleting, we're deleting specific memories, right, mm-hmm. of experiences, not your association with people, Right. Well, if you delete certain memories, it changes your association with people because you're you're deleting how you guys connect. We're talking about two different things, I think, because I don't want to delete history. Like, it happened. I just don't want to remember that part. You get what I'm saying? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. so you do. So let's say you go to a party, you deleted it. So people the next day are saying, hey, you, your ass was left on fire at the party last night, but you don't and know And you don't that. even know but what know party I they're talking about. Well, no, you won't. Why wouldn't I? I took the pill and I forgot what happened, the memory or whatever. I know I took a pill to forget this shit, so I'm not going to be surprised that people... And again, that's one specific type. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if I knew that I took a pill to not have certain memories, right? And then somebody approached me that I know or trust, like, the next day, like, oh... X, Y, Z happened, I'd be like, damn, I don't remember it, but that's from me taking that pill. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Right, So right. I guess, like, me taking the pill would be to remove the, like, again, we said non-associative memories, right? So if I see something that makes me remember an emotionally traumatic moment, it won't make me remember that moment. I'm deleting that association. Mm-hmm. So I'm with that. I don't feel like that means that, unless I'm misunderstanding this, I don't see why that would mean that, I'm deleting, like, history. It still happened. I just don't remember it. So I don't feel like they would respond. It wouldn't be like we met each other and were strangers. You know who the fuck I am? I took the pill. Yeah, but I get what you're saying, but it does still change the trajectory of, the of like, the relationship. You know what I mean? Like, if I did something to you, to Asante, and then you take the pill and forget, it alters how we have interacted. Right. So it actually does change. Because an experience that we shared is, is now just is no long. Yeah, if you're looking at me like, who the fuck are you? And you can kind of go on about your merry way. History Isn't that what has, he will want? If he well, took that's why he took it, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But it also just alters how we connect. So you are actually altering history. How does it alter how you guys connect beyond him choosing, electing, right? Mm-hmm. To not remember anything. But you had the experience with him. So you still remember it. It happened. Right. He just, he just chose to forget that. And so if he took the pill to forget that, I don't think he would be surprised when he saw you that you know, you, that he didn't feel, you know, upset or angry with you. He chose to forget it. You would be the one like, well, why is he being so nice to me if we just got into <laughs> it three years ago and fell out? We ain't talked in three years, you know what I'm saying? And then right. he sees me and he's happy or whatever. You would be okay because you t- chose to take the damn pill. You would be like, well, he was really nice or whatever and move on. Right. So, like, But the incidents that occurred would have still taken place. That's what I'm saying. So it's not like you're changing history. I get what you're saying, but and that actually came up in one of the studies I was reading as another ethical problem. <clears throat> and the and example, actually, that they used was the same thing with the alley. If you delete that, then your mind will continue to make the same mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, your mind would say, don't go down that dark alley because it's dangerous and I'm going to get mugged because you experienced it. But when you delete it, guess what happens? You're going to keep going, going down back alleys. down that alley 
And obviously that transcends into like bigger issues just with relationships See, and things that you do. It's a different pill. <laughs> it's a different script. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because... I feel like you are you are thinking that taking it is more of a conscious thing where you're it's, like it's putting a pill in, in your mouth and swallowing it is not. But once you take it, you're not conscious that that's what happened. It's not like you're like, I took that pill and forgot this situation. You're literally like not conscious. Removed... You deleted that piece. Okay, I thought, right, we said we had associative memories, the who, where, and what happened, right? Yeah. And then you have non-associative memories. Like, when I see this, it makes me think about this bad feeling. Right, the triggers. Right? So you're deleting the, the moment, the non-associative memory. Not the incident that happened. Well, no, I'm. I said you have the option. There's gonna be. There's gonna be different pills. Also, we are talking about a different pill. Yeah. Oh well, well I that's ain't not, that. Well, no, my question I was. I don't want none of them. Well, no, my question <laughs> was. Let's say in the future they develop this where you can delete your memories. My oh, question was, no. would you delete them? No, 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 no. I'm talking about that first pill. <laughs> You're talking about the, the, no, like no, 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 no. I'm cool with taking a pill to make me forget. The, pain the triggers while still the tr- remembering the actual guy. Yes. Okay. But I, so I should have made that my memory. Hell no. <laughs> That's like that is you're not supposed to be able to do that. <laughs> I mean, I just don't that see opens it. a door. So I mean, no you thing. just saw a robot stripping. So obviously, the right. future is <laughs> upon <laughs> us. And see, I know for me, for me over here, how I am, I'm like addictive. Like I'm addicted to shit. So if I find out, I can. Have a Delete pill that, shit. Hell fucking yeah. Like I'm you know, people that <laughs> get drunk. I remember none of <laughs> You didn't respond to my text message. Psh, delete. <laughs> I deleted that. I, I don't even know what a phone is. <laughs> like I'm gonna walk in the room with a sidekick three. Y'all gonna be like, this nigga is on T mail. Like I deleted all everything about the iPhone. I have no money. So I'm just gonna delete all these things, y'all. And that's the fear with it, is just that how it's gonna start being abused, you know? Mm-hmm. Like This is the Matrix. It is it is interesting. And I thought about it. I was like, would I take because obviously a lot of us have been through really, really like deeply traumatic experiences that you would rather forget. But I also wonder how different I would be. If I didn't have them as a point of reference, you know what I mean? Like, and not just with the example of the alley, like knowing where and where not to go or who to be around or situations I'm uncomfortable with and kind of knowing how to read, you know, my own feelings on things and intuition. Like how much of that would change if you had the option to just delete every bad thing that has happened to you. Oh, it's such a hard thing because it's like you go through your whole life wishing that this bad stuff had never happened and wishing that you just had like a fair shot, you know, a clean slate. But do you really want that if you have the option to have it? Exactly. And that's what this pill proposes. On one hand, I don't believe that certain things should just be manipulated. Like my brain and shit, you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't think the way I'm supposed to think. But on the other hand... I don't know, like, what's wrong with, what's the worst that could happen? You know what I mean? Like, Right. I definitely can see the good in it, too. What's the worst that could happen? I can definitely see all the benefits in it. What are the benefits? I mean, like you said, tons of of people. Right, tons (laughs) of people have been through some bullshit. So, like, imagine being able to save someone the pain and heartache for the rest of their lives and being able to be like, 
listen, they can take this pain away. <laughs> like being able to take pain away from somebody, anybody, is just amazing. So I can see that being a great thing. But then I can, you know, people. You almost can do whatever you want to do in life as long as you can have access to that pill afterwards. <laughs> you can really push it to the edge. You know what I'm <laughs> but see, saying? That's what I'm saying. People. That's, that's exactly what niggas going to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just think about people and how we always abuse every. I say we because we abuse everything. <laughs> like, I just hate that we're in such a cool, awesome fucking country, but it sucks right now. Like, I feel sometimes, I feel guilty for saying that. I know there are slave trading countries today. And Libya, And then yeah. to be like, this country sucks. Like, I'd be feeling guilty. So if I could just take a pill to make me a white woman in the morning, <laughs> I might do that. Shit. That's why I'm like, I gotta stay away from that. I don't even want to think about it. Because I will be wake up a white woman being like, people, there's race. What? I'm a white woman. I'm not. Yes, I am. Like, I, I took a pill to forget about that other shit. It's over. <laughs> And I mean, and I guess that is, like Justin said, that's the question. We we speak on trauma and childhood and, and everything that has shaped our development, even limited us in a lot of ways by, you know, pain, if you don't process it in healthy ways, can hold you back if you create, yes. you know, uh, unhealthy coping mechanisms. I mean, so many things that come out of traumatic experiences. But would you... Get rid of the experience if you really could. Like if an actual pill was put in your face that said delete, delete, delete. What is it? Delete all that shit, Peggy. (laughs) Would you do it? Yeah. And I don't think I would because I would be a different person. I don't think I would have as much depth as I do. (laughs) I mean, think about it. Like, But it'll affect everything about you. It'll affect... How you joke, how you what think. Could, so what's so wrong with that? How you love, how you, like, it'll affect every single thing. You know, I feel like I've been trying to do things to get it right all this time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be great to not have to worry about nothing. Just fuck it. Everything's new. I don't okay. even care. <laughs> Control or delete the fuck out of this shit. <laughs> the thing about this pill is it's going to be a lot of mad people, right? Because this pill is going to put some people out of business, y'all. <laughs> yes. Who? First of fucking all, Iyanla Van Zandt. Oh, my God. Iyanla can forget it. Because why would you sit through <laughs> days and hours of berating and looking at that haircut when all you got to do is take a modium AD and you ain't got to worry about it no more? Bye. Iyanla can forget it. Who else could be out of a job behind this pill? It's a lot of people. Therapists. Oh, TD Jakes. Oh, no, not my TD. Baby, the potter's house is going to be in foreclosure. (laughs) Mess around with this pill. Not my TD. Why all the peaches? Why go to church? It'll just be me in there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) To make feel better about what happened. It never happened. (laughs) So, you know, it's a badass pill. This the real bat. Badass pill. <laughs> That's what this is. Fuck Holly Berry and them. This this the bat. Badass pill. That's what this is. So Dustin would take it. Matter of fact, can I get it with a Perrier? <laughs> need, some, need something a little bubbly. But think about it. How about this perspective? Let's say, uh-huh. obviously, you're not going to share which traumas you're trying to delete. Right. So let's let's make one up. Okay. Let's make a trauma up. Okay. Make one up. I. <sighs> that has to do with a person. Okay. I um. 
I have a I, I was married. I have an ex-wife. And Dang, she my, ex, my ex-wife's my ex-wife Dang. set me on fire while I was asleep and I survived it. Okay, perfect example. So okay. you your ex-wife sets no you she sets you on fire. <laughs> yep. You delete it. Lion chiteling. <laughs> now you meet her again. Y'all dating because you deleted it. Mm-hmm. You're going to give her a chance, another opportunity to be in your life. And for her, she's like, he is so forgiving. Mm-hmm. And you and she burned you. She did. And now y'all are getting married again. Yeah. So don't you see how that's problematic? How it's literally limiting your I don't scope. see how it's problematic because it wasn't problematic until she set me on fire. <laughs> so I feel like it's the same thing. We in love all up. <laughs> I'm you're in not gonna love feel like that. Again. But you're not gonna feel like that if one day this you time find the box. I mean it in love <laughs> not this time I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, you ain't gonna feel that way if you open the box like in get out when he found the box of all the boyfriends that uh-huh. were uh uh, black all the, in the burnt past. boyfriends. Right. So if you find that box of where she burnt you in the past, like, damn, this nigga is burning. You're like, I'd be like, wait a minute. Me. That's when I look up. Eyes <laughs> get big, looking left to right. I got to get the hell out of here. And that's when I'd be running, like Usher said, come here. <laughs> oh that's God. when I would take off running. Okay. That's when I'd be one of the Migos. Take off. Okay. Migo! <laughs> Because this bitch is crazy. You think I'm going to let her Kathy Bates me in misery? I'm out of here. Again. But. I was happy to arrive. No matter if I was upset <laughs> upon my exit, I was happy upon arrival. I'm okay That's with so it. That's so interesting. So I, you would be okay with it. I have freed myself of that fear and that danger. I, I mean, don't, true. It never happened. So this, listen, I'd be playing Shaggy, It Wasn't Me. That would be my mantra, my life <laughs> mantra song, It Wasn't Me. Because it really wasn't. I don't remember the goddamn thing. You know what? I actually think Dustin's perspective is so interesting because a lot of... <laughs> A lot of the fear we hold is based on memories. Think about right? it. Mm-hmm. So we get it's um I always think of it like um charging your phone. Like the charge that you give things is based on you choosing to give it a charge. Right? So I get it. I get what you're saying. In a way it's like you're not even gonna live your life with that kind of stress. I'm fucking free. She burned me and Oh well. We back at it again. What Kendrick say? Still good, though. <laughs> Still good, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the people that, what? Jeez. Shout out to Patty LaHale. I'm just finna tell it. I don't even care. <laughs> so we got a, a special guest sitting in the studio with us while we record. She's not a part of the show today, but I'm just, look, I got my eyes on her. We got her, though, for one of the episodes coming up yes, soon. Yes, she will That's be here. <laughs> but yes That's right So hey I'm alright with it But I mean Let's let's dial it back a little Okay The intention is For those suffering from PTSD Because if they can Let's say uh, Army uh, War veterans Right mm-hmm. You know how we always talk about Like uh, firecrackers During 4th of July You ever see people uh, Put out signs Like be mindful Of your neighbors If you have vets That live in the neighborhood Of how mm-hmm. this could affect them You know And things of that nature so this could help them. This could narrow in or zero in rather on those specific non-associative triggers and remove them. So now a war vet could literally walk through a neighborhood with firecrackers going off and not feel a thing. This is the pill I would take. Right. This is the pill. And you're right. There right. should be two options. This is the pill I would associative take. Associative and non-associative pills. And that's the one you would take. 
I would take both of them actually, but <laughs> I would this one I would absolutely He'd take. Do a cocktail like, at the this party. is like this is the perfect pill. Really, it's a Zanny. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Well. But no, but this pill, I can definitely see the benefit of this pill. The yeah. other pill, I'm joking. Of course, like, you know, there are some things I would like to forget, but you know, I don't wanna I don't know. Like that's a lot to take on. Right. But essentially it is to me the ultimate freedom. Well, of course. So I don't know if that would be... It just would have to depend on the day. But you say the ultimate freedom, but what about the lessons? What about them? Why we got to learn everything the hard way all the time? True. We Why had can't an we just have a clean that. fucking slate and just be living free? You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is literally okay. Everything is just beautiful. It's all things <laughs> Dustin new. just walking around smiling That's happy and shit. <laughs> Daydream. I fell asleep beneath the flowers. Oh, that's okay. I'm not mad at that. Sometimes, look, you gotta not look. What they say, I'm with you with you. I'm with you when you write. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this pill, I'm trying to tell you. I don't know. I might. Go and get you some. Go and get you some. What do you guys think, though, of where science is going? Where we're at this level now where they can tinker with something as specific as your memories. And even just these robots and Sophia. What else is, is coming? You know, fake Self-driving people. cars. <laughs> Self-driving people. cars I'm with. Fake people, that's kind of, you know, the line that I have decided to draw. You started teaching paint. them how to shoot. Yeah. And and I just, there's no reason. And to me, a, a fake person that somebody else can control person. is dangerous, right? Like, if I can create a fake person, you know what I mean, and, like, control, manipulate their mind to think a certain way or do certain shit, that, to me, is, like, too far. That's dangerous. And it should be against the law, actually. I think Sophia, the the body, the body. <laughs> Sophia, Patrick, Patrick, Sophia, the robot. I think she should be against the law. Really? Yes. Why in the fuck? If that's the case, you can make that robot do anything. But that's part of the... What is beautiful about robots is that they learn so much faster than we do. That's scary, too. It is scary. I mean, that's the con of it. But the pro of it is imagine the advances that we can have with them being part of our communities. The medical advancements with how much they learn, the technological advancements. They have to live in. You remember how the Apple Store looked? That glass cube. <laughs> they have to be like their their world. I don't want nothing oh touching God. me. I don't Not want their no world. Plastic hands hitting my shins. I don't want none of that shit. Them robot kids. I don't want them looking like kids walking around looking like Lego people. Get out of here, man. Oh man. I just don't want them. I don't want looking no parts like Lego of it. Kids. But what about it's bad the... enough dealing with real people? Look at that fool on in, in DC. You know what I'm saying? Look at all of these real people. Kellyanne Conway, that was the first uh, Sophia the Robot. Because I don't care what nobody (laughs) say. It's somebody behind Kellyanne Conway with, they took a a light switch mechanism and put it right behind the bridge of her nose, and that's what make her left eye go up and down like that. (laughs) That's what it is. Damn it, Dustin. (laughs) Right behind there. Well, you know what? I really appreciate where you took the conversation because I will say a lot of the like hippie people that I'm around, <laughs> some you know, the love and light community, they basically live like if they've taken this pill. They take it every morning. That's how they live. Um, 
they call you know they have different names for it obviously people have different denominations and belief systems mm-hmm. but a lot of people for the most part feel that that's what meditation does you know or whatever drugs they take and the diets and just how their lives change it gives them that reset feeling every day so i do think it's interesting that you're saying that i personally feel that the the lessons i've learned like i said before the depth um all the warning signs, you know what I mean? Like all of these things are important to how I communicate my perception of the world, even how I create. Because that's the other thing too. Let's say as a creative, mm-hmm. you've deleted all of your points of reference. Mm-hmm. So when you create, where are you pulling from if you've deleted everything you've been through? Who says I'm creating? I'm asking. Let's say you're a creative. I, I don't know that I would want to do that after I've taken my <laughs> So what would you want to be? Maybe I'd be all right, you know, braiding hair or something. <laughs> or maybe I'd be all right, you know, doing lawns. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? As creative as I might get is making the grass have X's instead of, like, straight lines or something. <laughs> what? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, who says that? I just feel like it would open up a door to an entire new, new life. life. I'd be on my Peebo Bryson shit. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new world. I'd be on my Peebo shit. It literally be a whole new world. That's why I feel like I and, and my thing is this, right? Being serious. Mm-hmm. I am exactly like you when it comes to that. I feel like my life experiences have given me um something that is uniquely me when it comes to the way that I navigate the world right. and the way I make decisions and I rely on my experiences to make me wise mm-hmm. and so that I can make good choices and even be good at making sneaky choices. <laughs> oh so God. I don't feel that I, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what my my I don't know what I would be able to rely on to feel safe if I didn't have memories and did not know that, you know, you put your hand in the fire, you get burnt. You right. know what I'm saying? But that's the only way I know how to make it through the world. You know what I mean? That and doesn't that mean, doesn't that's, mean the that's the way only way to, to make do it. it. Yeah. And so Agreed. that for me is the other side of the coin. I just know that it's unknown. I literally don't know because it hasn't been my experience. I was going to say something to you based on something you said too, and I can't remember what it was. It was About creating? Before that, it was something else you said. I can't remember. It'll come back to but you. It was a good one too. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel, Asante? Let's say, well, no, you said you wouldn't even take it no, in the I'm first place. So that. that's. <laughs> I'm an old lady. I see all the benefits. <laughs> Look, I feel like honestly, it, there's a lot of great to this, mm-hmm. and not that there's a lot of bad to it too. But like, this could be just a run of the mill thing, like some drugs that we abuse today. And honestly, it might be something that I could abuse in my early twenties or something, or like maybe my early teen or late teens. So pill A or pill B? Because well, pill A one, is actually pill A is a little bit, and pill B is a whole lot, a whole lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. <laughs> so which one is? I mean, either either one could be abused in youth. Anything. Anything to make you forget is abused in youth, I feel like. Youth, you know, from period, well, period yeah. honestly. These old but ass I'm, pill poppers around here. <laughs> old people, you know, old people pop pills because they don't ask no questions for the script. A doctor write an old person anything. Okay. And my care. and my neighbors are all like 70 plus mm-hmm. and my hallway smells like weed all fucking day long. Ooh, they got the good, all day good. long. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. I met an old woman Man, that wrote me a joint a long time ago. It was the best night of my life. Um, but I just don't see myself being able to do that because I am 
I mean, full transparency, I am not that responsible of a person. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to try to set up these things in place of, you know, like, all right, you're going to just not remember certain things or not remember this, but you're going to be on, on for this. Like, I am not responsible. I would be fucked up in the game. I, it would make me... Y'all was joking about this at the beginning, but I would probably forget everybody around me. I would be like, well, it was one of those days today. I'm going to pop my pill, have my J, and wake up tomorrow, and we'll see what it what it is. And then tomorrow comes, and I have a brand new life. Like, I will wake up a white woman. And I think that as... What if you woke up Cambodian? <laughs> no, I'm just Well, shit. <laughs> Is I mean, are you talking about the hair, the length? Stop. The no, um, I just I don't know. I can't see it. I can't see it being a thing for me. You just wouldn't even want to put yourself out there. Mm-mm. I get that. That's just, responsible. Is that responsible to to know your yeah to know that you wouldn't be responsible I mean, with something and then not take it is very responsible. Like the definition of exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, good. Okay, okay. never mind. <laughs> I was just going to say, I just don't see myself making any good decisions behind doing this. Like, unless it was to, even if it was, like, even if it was a bad thing that I was forgetting, like, let's say I had a bad experience telling my mom about my sexuality or something, and I wanted to forget that. Not even the actual experience of just, like, how I felt or where I was or the type of car I was in or anything like that. I just think that to myself, just forgetting that one thing is, like, part of the... I don't know. Like, I'm a sucker for those, like, David and Goliath stories. And not that everything makes me a hero, but all the things that have hurt me have helped me in some way. And I don't think that that's a good thing necessarily. But because it continues to light my fire in, like, light that fire under my ass in certain instances, it's like I have to have that there. And if I just decide to start removing that left and right, then I'm already a, a super relaxed person and it's just going to be downhill from there. <laughs> I'm going to be looking like Kathy Bates in, <laughs> in What's Eating Gilbert Great or some shit. I don't know. Wait, was she <laughs> in that? <laughs> or what was it? Throw Mama from the Train? Which one was she it? She wasn't in that either. It's the oh, where shit. she cut off his feet. Wait, Misery. What's Eating Misery. Gil- Who was it in What's Eating Gilbert Great? I don't know. The Mama. Leonardo DiCaprio. I know, but the Mama. I don't. That, is it her? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to look it up. I don't think it's her. No, well, I mean, that's the only thing. My fear would be my point of reference. Because you literally would not create the way that you do. I wouldn't. Who says I create? I told Well, no, you, you said you'd be mowing lawn. I would be, yeah, I but don't I'm know talking what about the hell me. I'd be doing. <laughs> I actually, and that's, and I think at the end of the day, that's kind of the bigger takeaway from this is, remember we had the episode for those of you listening about letting go of your story and it's like how much of yourself you've connected to these stories yes and it's important to use them as a point of reference frame of reference but there's also the time where if you were to delete them you probably wouldn't even want to you know what I mean like you probably would not take that pill as much as we hold on to the pain of these stories but we actually do use them as uh, like you said, as motivation to know better or to do better or to be around people that make you feel differently because you have that point of reference of, I don't want to feel this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's interesting how it almost shifts your perspective of the things that have happened to you. Very much so what so. I do like is that conversation that's coming up. But I guess my last question is, do you think this pill should be sold? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> You don't think it should be sold. And I don't no. think it would be sold, like, in bottles, like, capsules where you could just pop them, like, 
Advil. I really, I think it'll be more like the plan B pill where you'd have to go get a prescription, you know, or go to a pharmacy and get one at a time. Or go on 125th Street. <laughs> True. <laughs> Cause See there will be knockoffs. So like I'm straight on that. You fuck around and get Imagine a bad memory pill on the table. Oh, no. oh shit! Please, all your <laughs> memories being fast forward. You be walking around looking like a goddamn Snapchat filter. <laughs> In real life, <laughs> shit. That pill, fuck you up. You being got twisted the wrong way. No, thank you. Why I'm you gotta you. say that's the 21st Street? <laughs> Hell no. So Lisa, Rihanna, uncle can try to sell some, some fake ass bat pills, some fake ass memory pills. Please. Have you walking around, motherfuckers oh walk around to telling you shit that never even happened. <laughs> you did cartwheels all the way across <laughs> Second Avenue, <laughs> over the river and through the woods. You'd be like, nigga, I was at work. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Put them pills down. <laughs> shit. So, no, I am not, I do definitely do not think this needs to be in the in these streets. <laughs> no. Oh, so that's, <laughs> that is the science, the science. Uh, <laughs> am I lying, Asante? <laughs> I'm still dead at this damn Snapchat filter. <laughs> right. That's how people going to be walking around with sticking oh, their tongue out like them dog filters in real <laughs> in real life and shit You walking around You in the credit union and shit Filling out your slip And the lady next to you Come up and just all that young, you, know, you like Bitch you know, Put your tongue in your mouth What the fuck Wait for me Somebody gave one of them pills man She had one of them pills No, nah, this do oh not God. This does not need to come not out this man this tongue rolling out <laughs> I'm done this does not need to come out <laughs> And at that all. is it <laughs> for this week's hot button issue. Something to keep in mind of how technology is moving fast, y'all. And it is going to be changing. Rapidly. It's going to be changing the people you're around, the things that they're starting to mess with. Because imagine, you might not take this pill, but the people around you might. Mm. So all them dog tongues. And all them dog tongues, right? <laughs> Everybody walking around looking like they're on a porch and beloved. Remember how they're looking on a porch and beloved? Don't you stop. The whole world. Hey, you talking talk about take a pill. <laughs> nah, baby. No, my people couldn't even give me gum. Do the fast forward again. <laughs> people walking around acting crazy Yo, like that. you guys that. have my face hurting. So that's it. <laughs> Something to think about. And I'll, those of you listening, let us know. <laughs> Would you take the pill? Do you think this pill should be... <laughs> <laughs> and if you ain't took your pill, don't comment on taking this one because it's some pills that y'all need to be taking now and y'all ain't halfway taken. Okay, and now let's move okay. on. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Birchbox, a company that was created for women by women as a better way to shop for beauty. Birchbox is a beauty subscription service that delivers five samples, ranging from healthcare, skincare, and makeup products to your door every month. Brands vary from well-known to indie, and each box is personalized based on the recipient's beauty profile. It's a great gift for any of the women in your life this holiday season because it's quick and easy, yet always feels personalized. Plus, it keeps on giving, even after the holidays have come and gone. Gift subscriptions start at $30 for three months and are also available at six- and 12-month periods. It's perfect as a last-minute gift, too. 
Simply download a beautifully designed certificate and gift it immediately. Or treat yourself and opt for a monthly self-subscription. Gift today and save 20% off all gift subscriptions when you go to www.birchbox.com slash friendzone and use the code friendzone. But hurry, this limited time offer is only available through December 25th. Again, just go to www.birchbox.com forward slash friendzone and use the code friendzone. To this week's wellness segment. Today, Tuesday, and your Monday flap still down. Ain't Monday ain't even came up on the pill tray. Oh my <laughs> Sorry, Fred, I'm done. What happens if you do forget a day? And he clapping. You keep on going. Never mind. We moved on. I'm sorry. And now let's move oh, on to sorry. this week's wellness segment. Well, 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 well. <laughs> and that was for the young lady who was excited about us being on title and asked if we were going to oh, have a well, well, high that. five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about, do you guys use eucalyptus oil at all? I oh have, God, I yes. Really? How I do you use it. it? Usually in the Bath and Body Works, it's in like a lotion or a spray, a pillow mist. Oh, so you like it as a, as a fragrance, like yes. as a scent with yes. your products. How have you used it? In baths. In baths? Mm. What's that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, eucalyptus oil will open you right on up. Okay. Well, I really we're talking about something completely different. I'm just telling you what it'll do. It don't matter what, if it's a pour, if it's a... It don't matter. It'll just open you eucalyptus oil. Well, it's native... To- we're about to really do a wellness segment. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. <laughs> I'm trying. I am trying today. So, so, you know, the eucalyptus tree is native to Australia, right? Okay. And back in the day, if you got injured or had some kind of injury, they would put the leaves literally around it, kind of like the way they do with bandages. Mm-hmm. And over time, it would actually heal. So the healing properties of it are amazing. Mm-hmm. But over time, obviously, you know, they've been testing it and seeing how it helps the body. It helps with asthma, respiratory issues. That's why if you have a flu or a cold, it's one of the best things to surround yourself with. They have different ways of using it. Um, it's really good for congestion, too. Like yes. if you suffer from congestion or inflammation, things of that nature. That's why it's getting cold out. You know, this is kind of like the perfect time to start taking precautionary measures or even just having eucalyptus oil within reach in your house so you know what to do if you get that little cough or that little mm. mucus in your throat. It's like menthol, right? Right, like Vicks Vapor Rub. Remember back in the day, I'm, your grandma would put it on I, your chest and under your nose. That's all I'm thinking about. You're talking about it. Mommy's <laughs> rubbing on the toes. Newports. <laughs> <laughs> and you like can literally on. make your own Vicks Vapor Rub uh, naturally. You can take uh, some coconut oil, some peppermint oil, some eucalyptus oil, mix it up, and rub it on your chest. Really? Yeah, it's like a natural homemade DIY for Vicks Vapor Rub. And it's a really, and what I used to do when I was younger, my mom would put, um, she it'd be the pot of hot water, and then she put some of the hot water in a bowl, and then put a couple of drops of the eucalyptus oil, and then a towel over my head, mm. and I would let the steam mm. and the oil, that shit would break up all, mm. you know, you break up all that mucus in your chest. Um, and then the third tip is to put it in your shower, in a hot shower. And you have two ways to do that. You can either just drop the drops and drop the drops. Mm-hmm. You can <laughs> wow, friends, vocab. Harris, Harris. <laughs> oh my god, Dustin. 
<laughs> you can let the drops hit the floor of the shower. Uh-huh. Not directly in the stream of the water because it'll wash it away. Pointless. Pointless. But maybe, you know, a little further up. Um, right, and let it slide down. You can even put it on your walls if you have the tiles. Make sure you hold on to something. <laughs> <laughs> and then let and take a nice hot shower, right. and the steam combined with the oil will just, ooh, it'll just open you right up. And it's just a really nice feeling, too. It's good for the morning. If you wake up in the morning, you know, sometimes a lot of us are like really groggy, or maybe we're not morning people. That'll just help you wake right up. Thanks. Right, thank you. Right? right. <laughs> it's funny because at Urban, I bought a shower bomb. Loaded shower bomb. It's flower bomb. Well, eucalyptus? It was eucalyptus. And I was See? like, damn, that's what it was. And it opens you right up, like Dustin said. I love this. I've always loved, for real, I've always, all jokes aside, I've always loved that feeling like when you breathe that in with Vicks. Really? Like the steaming and eucalyptus oil. And at Equinox, the gym. They, they put it in the, in towels. the towels. Yep. And that's that why. Had me. And that's why. And it actually has a lot of healing benefits for the skin. So yeah. they put it in the towel, not just so you can breathe it in, but actually when you put it on your skin, you don't want to put it directly on your skin because it is really, really potent. But if you mix it with like a carrier oil, like uh, I would mix it with like jojoba. Coconut oil, if you're using it on your body, but for your face, maybe like jojoba. Um, and it's just really nice. It's really it has so many healing properties. You guys can usually, usually, you guys can literally Google it, and so many things will come up that it works for sinus and allergies. Um, it's good for. I know Dustin, you're always sanitizing your hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good for sanitizing, natural home care because it's an odor remover. So if you're someone who makes DIY products, I know my mom does. She cleans the tub with like vinegars mm-hmm. and. That's kind of her thing. If mm. you add some eucalyptus oil, um, it helps with the bacteria, it's antibacterial. It's an air cleanser, it's a spot remover for your shoes and carpet and clothing. I mean, it's pretty endless. Like I said earlier, it's a wound treatment. Um, so those are the three ways to do it. And it's just, I think it's an oil that you should definitely keep around now that the temps are dropping mm. for most of us around the world. And Yes, you know, you can run to your Robitussin or whatever <laughs> you normally run to. But in the chance that you want to try something that uh, is a little more natural, nowadays we don't know what a lot of products are made out of and how they make our bodies react. If you're looking to kind of switch it up, I would suggest keeping eucalyptus oil in your arsenal. It has worked for me. I always say I haven't had a cold in so long because I keep these, you know, remedies around I'll keep dropping some remedies because people were like, can you keep giving us, like, cold and flu? I can't afford no flu shots. Right, yeah, and the flu shots, not everyone has good experiences with them. Um, I've seen a lot of people end up getting pneumonia after, you know, getting the flu Mm -hmm. shot. So you'll react differently to things. So I think it's empowering to take, uh, to use plant allies that are literally here for us to heal ourselves with as your first option and then see what happens. And it works. So I love it. I love yeah. eucalyptus, the smell of it. I love I'm fascinated with the fact that it's so powerful and it's healing. So many benefits. You know. Yeah. And there's so many different studies online um, that you can check with it. So that's it. That's it for it. this that's I can't speak today. That's <laughs> it for this week's wellness segment. I love um, it. Um yeah, I hope you guys find that helpful. A lot of you have been tweeting me because I actually wrote it on Twitter about eucalyptus oil in a hot shower. And this girl was tweeting me today, like, my showers will never be the same. What I tell you? <laughs> Dustin. 
<laughs> I don't even want to know <laughs> what your shower is. So, Dustin. <laughs> hey. No, that's it. Actually, we now let's move on to Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week, Asante? <clears throat> Well, to start the Music Man segment, again, just want to say thank you to Xavier Omar. Hey. Um, that was so fly. Great way to end the year. Great uh, energy out in D.C. Now, because I am the Music Man, I want to go on ahead and say Xavier Omar, like Fran's been telling us, he's doing the Pink Lightning Tour. Um, there are tickets still on sale. There are tons of cities. He's only knocked out three, or he's only knocked out five shows, I believe. So you're going to miss Philly because he's there tonight. If you're listening on Wednesday, he's in Atlanta. So if you're listening to the show and you fuck with Xavier Omar, let us know that you're going to the show out in Atlanta. You've got to see him, y'all. Also going to be out in Dallas, Houston, Phoenix, Santa Ana, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver. So if you're out in any of those places and you listen to the Friend Zone, please go out, support Xavier Omar. If you get to talk to him, let him know the friend zone sent you. Or just tweet us and let us know that you was at the fucking show. He and had a lake come out on one of the shows. Uh, DC, I think. Yeah. Is it, was it DC? I think so. Somebody was telling me that LA. I would love to have seen LA <laughs> live. too. Right? You know, I love LA. So I he's going to have surprise guests, obviously. I want to know when Sango's coming on because you know Sango's going to roll up at one of them cities. <sighs> Xavier. He's very cool. He was very, very cool. Um, and very well spoken too. Yeah, and I super appreciated sweet. that. Yeah, super cool, down to earth, like dope. Go see Xavier Omar after show ain't already sold out because that's how he rolling. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> sold out. He sold out uh, DC while before he was out there. He was telling us a story live of how he sold out the first the couple Fillmore, of venues. Right? Yeah, he was sold out like a couple of venues before, and then he was like, "We're not gonna do uh, South the Fillmore," and then he oversold that shit. So, and the Fillmore does this thing. I don't know if you saw it where they add. If you ever sell out the Fillmore, they add your name to the wall. Oh, They have man. these bricks on the wall, and every artist gets a brick. So you know who has sold out the venue, and he got his own brick. That's hey. so dope. I know. Oh, that's so dope. So he was on Insta Story showing them writing his name on the brick, and then he got to sign it. I was oh, like, man. yeah, that's so cool. He just started this tour, so that's a good that's tone being set for the rest of it. Catch Pink Lightning, the new project. Actually... Just to kick off the Music Man segment, I will talk about Pink Lightning. Yay! Um, Pink Lightning is the newest project. There are several dope tracks on there. Um, have you had a chance to listen to it? I have. <laughs> it's good. You know I love them, though, so I'm biased. Um, okay, so I don't want to give away all of my favorite tracks, but definitely the Wild remix, the last track on there was super dope. But um, I, there's also a track called Change On Me featuring Luca, L-E-U-C-A, um, really, really dope tracks. And he brought out Luca too. What? Yep. Damn. Yep. At the DC show. <sighs> I saw it. Well, picture. where was Mella? <laughs> <laughs> Mella, Luca, Mella, Luca. <laughs> and then also uh, the title, also a fa- uh, a track of mine that I was really fucking with. It was just dope to really meet a humble artist such as Xavier Omar because he makes really beautiful music, beautiful, dope awesome music so to meet him and to have him perform at our show was just awesome I can't even take it and it was such a treat such a treat because no one expected it right something that we want to do for the people just to let them know that we out there and our interest align right (laughs) we should keep that up too so okay make that a thing artists A&R's hit us up okay (laughs) we gonna be the A&R's capital speaking of things projects that have come out also the long awaited and anticipated Miguel (laughs) 
<laughs> War and Leisure is finally ours. Oh, uh, and he won my Frammy for album of the year, even yes. though he hadn't come out yet. <laughs> Let's start the process, shall we? <laughs> Faves? Oh. We could just go down the list. Criminal. Right. Ooh, criminal. Go ahead. And just tell me when to chime. Because I have I so mean, much. okay, so I don't talk a whole lot when y'all talk about Miguel just because I I fuck with Miguel a lot. So it's hard for me to pick fave. Like, I like how he tells his stories with his projects. Mm-hmm. Like, I even remember, like, the Mischief mixtape and how he was doing shit then. And that was all weird and funky. So to hear him do, like, this, like, funk rock uh He's just super in his pocket with this album. I feel like there should be like a bonus album project released. I feel like Miguel's the type to give us something like that. Just because I know that he's really like... The deluxe album. Yes. Yeah. I just know that he's really into his artistry. You can hear it all throughout this project, which only makes me want more. And I know that's selfish of me and I should just cook with this project for right now. But he makes that type of music that makes me want to hear more, that makes me want to see him do, like, a score or a really dope visual or just, like, really cool things. Because, I mean, he's, he really sets you up in these fields and these eras, and it feels very specific, and I want to see that through his actual eyes. I was very happy with this album. Mm. I don't even know that I can pick a fave, but I do really like Anointed. I like the vibe yes. of it, the, yes. the lyrics, just the storytelling. Ugh. <laughs> when it first starts, it feels like that Neo song. <laughs> okay, so like Criminal, right? The very first song. Like for me, I love Miguel's melodies, the harmonies that he chooses. I love how he relies upon guitar and synthesizers and all of that shit because I love 80s music. Mm-hmm. And his music is so reminiscent of It's just something about the way it pulls at me. And so Criminal, the title, the title, the first track, it just embodies all the things I love about Miguel's music. He hits them high notes where he soars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's got his all voice the guitar. Control. His like I just it just reminded me that he never lets me down. Miguel has never put out an album. Well, it ain't like he has like 19, <laughs> but he hasn't put out an album yet that has let me down. And everyone has stayed true to the reasons why I love him as an artist. And it still remained different. Like, all the albums mm-hmm. are different. But I am so pleased. I am so pleased, friend. Me too. I like how the opening track, uh, Criminal, like you're talking about, it really just set, it tells you, it's like, hey, this is a Miguel album. Yes. And it goes right in line. Because imagine, think about, like, uh, what's the song? Uh, Candles in the Wind. Like, <sighs> All that, like, conscious, like, super what the fuck is going on in the world, but still dope-ass fly R&B with, like, super rock feel. Like, it's dope. I love that he is him. And I like, okay, I also like uh, Wolf with Quinn. Yes, Like, I just like how he does this, like, I don't know, man. Miguel is just so his own. What about Banana Clip? uh, Banana Clip. Uh, What's the song with Khaled Uchis? Oh, Caramelo Ludo. <laughs> that is my, Bomb. when I say my shit. Remember when we first heard it? And you told me what it was. We what were, they were in the car about. like, ooh. <laughs> I'd be at the crib blasting that. My neighbors would be like, be like dancing <laughs> to the music and shit. I love, like when I tell you I love that song. It's literally, that needs to be a single. Yes. City of Angels. I really like City. I like the lyrics. <laughs> yes. I like what he's saying. Beautiful song. Is he's that Miguel's good. Despacito? I really feel like, I swear to God, y'all, I feel like that song can chart. I really feel like that song can chart. That chorus, everything, like, you just can't help. I don't even know what they're saying, and I'm singing along. 
Oh, the cara. <laughs> for I real. Know. That is like, I love that song. I love every, I, I dance. Like, it makes me feel like I'm like, a, I just, I love that song. Okay, I have an icebreaker. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Miguel drops the deluxe. Okay, the deluxe includes three tracks with three features. Oh, God. <laughs> of your choice. And it could be multiple features on a track, so you get three tracks. So, what are they? Kiss It Better featuring Rihanna. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he does owe us that, so that's a good track to put on there. Featuring Rihanna. Oh, you saying a track that's already out? No, it should be like, it's the deluxe, so it could be any three tracks. Basically, and so you can pick three people for him to work with. Right, okay. I'm just saying, because he, I'm just saying, because he owed us Kiss It oh, Better. True, Miguel true, said true. he was going to say he was going to go cover back it, to that. so <laughs> give me my fucking cover, <laughs> Okay. Okay, that's a good one. I like that. Um... Okay, so mine is going to be... We can a, go around if you want to... Mine is going to be an EP of three cover songs. Okay. Three covers, right? Okay. Of other people's songs. So give me... Um, so yeah, give me Kiss It Better with him. Give me When I See You with him and Fantasia. Baby, okay? and I would give die. Me, <laughs> like, come on, my girl. Make money. I think this could be a good one. Make money. Do you remember that song he had, Put Your Hands Up? Have you ever heard that song? Oh my god, I have to find it. I can't think. This of it. is is that from was, the mischief? It was before tape. that. Oh, jeez. He was like a um, black ground. You know what? I'm gonna be real petty. Give me superhuman with him and Carrie Hilson instead of her and Chris <laughs> Brown. <laughs> superhuman is a beautiful record. Give me Fucking like awesome. a beautiful, beautiful awesome. song. Give me that with him and Carrie. Give me him and Fantasia over when I see you, and give me him and Rihanna over Kiss It Better. Mm. I, I was spontaneously combust. Like, I would just pop. Like, remember I mean, when they did that Oprah and she blew up on In Living Color? Oh, my God. Wait, remember was it, that? Oh, was it Mad TV? No, it was In Living Color. Really? Yes, when she blew up. There was one where That's she blew up on Mad do. TV, too. Because <laughs> I just wouldn't be able to handle it. So what would yours be, friend? Ooh. Anything, shit, really. It's just New Miguel. Um, you know what? He don't have nothing with SZA, does he? No, I don't think so. I would love an up-tempo from him and SZA for the yes. summer. Yes. And dope 2018 festival record yes. that they can, you know, do Coachella. Like, just something dope and fun. That would probably be the fun one. And then, I like when Miguel does ballads. Mm. He doesn't do them often, but... Because um, I loved him in... Um, I'm trying to, like, yeah, like Adorn and all those. Mm-hmm. I would love him with Sade. Oh, Ooh. my God. This, what's her song like? Is it Moon and Stars? Um, you know, like something vibey and cool. Obviously, she would never do it because Sade doesn't do features, but. She'll roll your eye, her eye <laughs> you in a minute. Go on down the street, boy. You know I ain't finna do that. <laughs> okay. You better go on and let, let, let that love adorn you somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and then in, on an indie record, I would love to see him with uh, Lil Dragon. Ooh! <gasps> oh, what if he did? Oh. What? Which one? A Pretty Girls remix oh, with Miguel. Oh. A verse on Pretty Girl. Or Clap Clap. Ooh! Or Cat Rider. Cat Rider. Oh my God, he would sound so good. Cat Rider. Why would you do that? And you know that you did that. (laughs) Cat Rider. (laughs) Bye. Little So I gave you the indie record, 
the up-tempo festival record. Yes, you did. And the vibey. Those are my three. Cat Rider. Miguel and Lil Dragon. And then a bonus track, <laughs> him with Britney from uh, Alabama Shakes. I was going to say Alabama Shakes. On some Shakes. bluesy, ooh. like, ooh, ooh. some bluesy, just, you know, I want them to just wail, you and know? And go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like the two. Some ooh, heartbroken ooh. bluesy song. So you stole my first one. That's my baby break- last Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> Told that girl <laughs> I didn't want me. You gotta be going up. You feel me? Yeah, totally. That's my bonus. Okay, so I want him to do a song with Alabama Shakes, and Oof. I was thinking something along the lines of either "Don't Want to Fight No More" or "Dunes," because mm. I think that Miguel would kill. Or give me all your love. <laughs> give me all your love. <laughs> yes, he would kill that. <laughs> Um, okay, so we Miguel, sound like too drunk. <laughs> okay, look, we need to take that pill. <laughs> um, so definitely Miguel with Alabama Shakes. Mm-hmm. I would. Oh, ain't nobody gonna fuck with this. But for the people that don't know, this is when they was gone. Know if Miguel did a record with Ro James, because mm. people don't know that Ro makes the type of music that would like go in line with. And Miguel. they're friends. They, they go way back. They need to do some shit to get because you know they what go record way I be back, thinking about. So I'm sure they have records together. Honestly, <sighs> okay, they probably well, I just need haven't to, been unearthed. I need them to drop because I think about uh, that song. Ro James did. It's called Pledge Allegiance, and he is like, it's like rock. He's like, I put my right hand over my heart and rocking the fuck out. And I just want to hear Miguel doing that shit, and then Ro James come in because I feel like they could, like he could match that with the grit. And they both have that gritty rock edge, you know, in both yes. in both of their albums. So I think it'd be a perfect match. I know they have records. We gotta ask around. <laughs> and for my last collaboration, just a trashy, a trashy uh, pleasure of mine. If Miguel did a song with Party Next Door, I thought you could say Uzi. <laughs> uh, Uzi could be on the record too. <laughs> with Party Next Door, okay. Yes, and low key Miguel will fuck up. Um, that Uzi and Nikki song too. That uh, which yeah. I never ever would have told you that. I still haven't heard it. <laughs> the Uzi and Nikki song. I'm gonna play it for you after the show. Yeah, and I'm gonna play you the part specifically at the end where Nikki's singing, and I want you to imagine Miguel doing that part. And <laughs> <laughs> Dead. <Sunday. laughs> All right, so. Um, before we get into listens lately, I just want to go on ahead and talk about playlists for this month. Uh, for the month of December, uh, I am working on three different playlists. Oh, shit. Uh, so the first playlist will be out uh, by Friday, the absolute latest, because I just I have most of the music together. I just want to order it properly. So the first playlist is this month's playlist pledge. It is the uh, December Diddy Bops. December Diddy Bops. The December Diddies. It's just the the songs that I can't stop listening to and I just can't stop bopping. So I played a little bit for the people on my Instagram Live. People still do not know how to add me on things. That is fine. (laughs) Just tweet me and ask me. I'll give them to you. For the people listening, you are more than welcome to rewind this part if you miss any of it. If you don't, you can still tweet me and ask me. No shade, no problem. If you are looking for me on Spotify, you can, you can actually tweet me and ask me the name because I think you have to search my name, Asante Davis. And if you can't spell that or can't figure it out, just tweet me and ask me. But you can have to spell my name and my handle. We'll get over that. Uh, so you can also look me up at Hey Asante on Apple Music and it'll get you to all my playlists as well. Again, if you can't find it, tweet me and ask me. That is it uh, for the other two playlists. One I'm doing... Um, a wrap-up of all of the playlist pledges of the year. I'm going to put that out uh, oh, cute. afterwards so you guys get a little bit of December before I make the wrap-up for the year. 
And then the last playlist that I'm going to put out is going to be like my ghetto Christmas playlist. So it's going to be all of my favorite ghetto Christmas songs and songs that are not even about Christmas that make me think about Christmas because it is something related to spending money or a breakup or something. I don't fucking know. Whatever I decide. Or smoking on Christmas. Who knows? But that's what I'm going to be putting together for you all so you will have lots of music to listen to and you all can leave me the hell alone. Can you put a song on there for me? Of course. I put music that we all talk about on the show and playlist. So, of course. On the Christmas one, right? Okay, yes. Can you put... Last Christmas by Wham. I love that song. <laughs> you are so rare. I love that song. Wham. <clears throat> Thank you, <laughs> Absolutely. In between the Uzi Bird and. <laughs> I mean, that is a good ass song. <laughs> I Oh, you know what? I could put that after Uzi song. What will I put for Christmas? We'll I come back to it. that. So that's it for all the music over here. Uh, listens lately, we'll move into. Let's start with you, friend. What you been listening to lately? <sighs> A lot of music, man. So Bjork. Oh, I oh, haven't listened yet. <sighs> Have you seen the video? Yes. Someone told me to get high and fucking watch that video. <laughs> and you were and shook. Baby. <laughs> Shout out to whoever told me to do High on another <laughs> level. So she has an album called Utopia. And she has a song called Tabula Rasa that... All I got to say is go on Genius and read the lyrics because mm-hmm. I know not everybody gets Bjork sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Read the lyrics first, Tabula Rasa, and then listen to the song. And I promise you, you're going to be like, fuck. Like, she's just amazing. The whole project is dope. You're making me go down a Bjork rabbit hole in my head. Please, join me. Lyrics. And so... That's all. That Vespertine Live album is my Bjork album. And I was just thinking about the lyrics on the album. She is the so lyrically li- You rich. have to read her lyrics, like, honestly. You have to. You have to. Because you can't even decipher it sometimes. But once you <laughs> right. read it, you're like, God, did she say that? And then you understand it almost, let me be a hippie for a second, energetically. Then you yes. connect to her music more than like the actual words because like you said you can't decipher them a lot of the times you read the lyrics read the lyrics first love, yeah. you'll fucking fall oh, out wow. in tears an army of me Remember unravel army? please <laughs> okay what's the video where Bajor got uh, what's the cyborg the tip robot drill. No. <laughs> y'all know Bjork was in the tip drill video in that swan dress I thought he was really about to answer you he saw, he said it swan dress. <laughs> Bjork was in that in the, she was in the pool that's why y'all ain't see it Bjork was in the pool in that swan dress in Never the tip mind. drill video why'd you, why'd you ask me Sante because I was thinking about actual Bjork video with the cyborgs and the robots I know exactly what, it looked like the fifth element I know exactly which video you're talking about but today we talking about her appearance in tip drill with the swan <laughs> in the pool. She took the credit card out of his hand and then started just pumping her fist in the pool with the uh, credit card in her hand. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the other album. <laughs> Iman Omari dropped. Yes. Uh, Jack um, Davey on the project. Jay Davey? Jack? Brianna? Yeah, Jay Davey's on the project. I was get to it on the train. I missed that. Where? Oh, no. I'm thinking about the uh, Tyron and A.O. Uh, oh, yeah, she <laughs> sorry. did. I was, woo, you had me shook because you know I love me some Brie. Um, no, he has a new project. It's called IHY. I'm not sure if that stands for I Hate You. <laughs> I don't make assumptions. But that's what it's called. And even just the intro called Beneath You. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh. Just, I mean... Give it to the people. (laughs) 
Just listen to that. Of course, it's long as hell when you're trying to. <laughs> Isn't right. that a vibe, though? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's a vibe. He has um, a song called Move Too Fast featuring Anna Wise, yes. who is an artist that I love. I'm actually having dinner with her very soon. Uh, so excited about that. If you're not familiar with Anna Wise, track. please look her up. She is integral to TDE and their magic uh, especially she's all over Kendrick's projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a mutual friend that has been saying that we're going to fall in love with each other. <laughs> and just as like, you guys have to be friends. So they finally just hooked us up and we're going to link so soon. Dope, I know. I'm really excited because I love her. I respect yeah. her. When we text each other, my first text was, I love you. She was like, I love you. <laughs> 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 it's like that. <laughs> so um, it's a great project. He has Javante. And I feel like yes. you were always talking about Javante. Yes, I've talked about Javante a few times. So that was really cool to see. Right? So please check it out, the I Hate You album. <laughs> and who else? Of course, Warren Leisure. I do like the new um, N.E.R.D. song, 1000. Yes. yes. You Okay. Y'all heard it, right? Yes. Tell me a remix of Big Frida wouldn't be dope. Oh, it's man, perfect. Because it has a bounce element. Man, it's perfect. Yes. Can someone make this happen? Someone that's listening. Okay, so can I just, can I say something to I you? I was like, this is when, a bounce song. When Lemon came out, people were looking at me like I was crazy. I said, you know, if Frida, <laughs> if Frida decided to do, uh, or if, actually if Pharrell came to Frida and was like, we gonna make your shit hot. I think that Pharrell Big Creed and Pharrell Sante that, like cause think about all the shit that Pharrell has done in the past like even like from Yummy and all that shit but like different types oh my God, of Yummy like and then to come with Freedom and be like you know I'm about to really like revolutionize some shit like I feel like no one better than Pharrell to do that yo imagine Big Freedom shake your ass <laughs> Come on, no, 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 shake your ass. Shake, 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 shake uh, your on. ass. Come oh, on, shake your ass. <laughs> now look, I get it, now I live it. Hey, hey, oh and my then, God, please, I was saying, somebody if Frida make did that, it would have been hot. It would have been lit. Yo, as soon as I heard the record, the little bounce parts, I was like, yo, this that would be sick with Big Frida doing that and just Insane. adding her touch to it. So that's my listens lately. Yes, oh, and I, I just heard the. The duet with Ed Sheeran and Beyonce. Yeah, yes. I hope it she charts sounds... and goes through the roof. Right, it will. Good it will. Because Ed Sheeran is a beast, and yes. we obviously know Beyonce is, so Amen. that was cool. Um, listens lately over here, um, I've been banging from the D to the A by T Grizzly and Lil Yachty. Off, hey. Like just forever. I took it back to Baby Birdman, Baby the Number One Stunners album um, oh, from shit. 2002. <laughs> There's a song on this album called Say It Ain't So with um, Baby, Boo and Gotti, Keith Murray, and Mikey, and it is the Damn. shit. I put it on my it Instagram back. story the other day. I've been listening to that. It's a song by this guy named Snap Dog, um, S-N-A-P-D-O-G-G, not to be confused with Snoop Dog. <laughs> Snap Dog, called um, <laughs> W-Y-A, but it's called Where You At, and it's the jam. 
I've also been listening to A by Fetty Wap. I love that song. There's a song that sampled A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Oh, my God. By, called Dog Food um, featuring Cocky Rocky by Crosstown <laughs> Beezy. What is happening right now? <laughs> Crosstown Beezy, Dog Food featuring Cocky Rocky. They sampled Vanessa Carlton. It's jam. Nipsey Cocky Hustle. Rocky, Dog mm-hmm. Food. <laughs> Nipsey Hustle got a new song called Rap Niggas. That's the jam. Um, and then there's a guy named Trippy Red. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I too. Like, I, okay. so love scars for me. I, you know, I love love scars. I too uh, have a wrist that's bust down. Well, over here in, I've actually been checking out black. Okay, I hate doing this, but black six lack six black slack whatever because mm-hmm. you know it's black, black. but it, you know everybody call them whatever but it's pronounced black but it looks like six and lack all right anyway <laughs> um he dropped some bonus tracks to his project that came out earlier this year uh free black and one of them have he has one called one way featuring t-pain another one featuring banks mm-hmm. called in between and then glock six so i, I checked out uh that those tracks were dope because i really like banks Speaking of Banks, and I hate that I just realized this was his last name. Shout out to Armando, our former engineer that I guess just became too pop and spare engineer anymore. Armando. He texts me out the blue with uh, somebody he's listening to. This dude, Jacob Banks, is dope. Like, he's uh, from England or like Birmingham, London or some shit. Um, He has a dope five-part project or five-track project called The Boy Who Cried Freedom. It's um, an alternative R&B First track on there, Chain Smoking, super captivating. Uh, I mean, Jacob Banks. Sound like Jarvis Banks. (laughs) 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 Doesn't stop. I'm with it. What's his name? Jacob Banks. You a damn liar. <laughs> Jacob Banks. That's Jesse Banks. <laughs> Yo. You have me weak right now. Weak. So Jacob Banks, don't he forget to check Jarvis. out his project. Um, I've Shit, also been listening. That's dope. Um, and I, I checked out uh Tehran and Aomari. That's what I was listening to, and they have Jack Davy. On their second track. Shout out to Jack fucking Davey. Just yeah. been out here doing that shit. Talk about underrated artists. But also, Tarana Aomari, they're very underrated too. I've been listening to them for a, a minute now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I listen to them. You know how I always see my people on projects. So I'm like, oh, well, let me check this out. But I listened to them because I was like, I ain't heard shit from them in a long ass time. But they had a track with the Artful Dodger. Well, mm. this one is the last Artful Dodger. So I guess it's the Artful Dodger. He redid his name. But I had to listen to that track. And then I saw that James Fauntleroy had a, a track on here too called Super Hug. James. So just go check out the track. And they're um, rap duo, super dope dudes. Check them out. You're going to find some shit on there that you really like. Um, also, I've listened to this uh, person named Gold Fur, uh, G O L D, and then second word Fur, F I R. <laughs> and I don't know why or where I heard this song, but I can't stop playing it. <laughs> not, not these little Uzi shoulders. It's like dance music. And then she started getting real funky. I was like, okay. 
That's getting dressed music. <laughs> it is. She starts gold fur. She starts singing. She's like churning up a storm, turning up a storm. I was like, okay then, girl. She started getting it. So, so Jacob Banks and Gold Fur. Yeah, right, yes. I got some homework. So check them too. out. Oh, also, Drum did a deluxe version of his project. Oh yeah, doesn't he have a Christmas project? Yes, and him and, and his mom on the cover. You seen it? <laughs> I've told you, I think Drum needs to score a Broadway musical. Cute, I think he's so like theatrical. Rent. Like, yeah, Super yeah, tight. Yes. I can totally see that'd be awesome. Drum is also on the track. I really like Drum because <laughs> I was talking about Drum um, and that sister track, uh, Caretaker, that doesn't get as much. It was a bomb ass song. Like I feel like it was super under the radar. Do you, do you remember that song, Caretaker? I don't. And it's drum. Oh my god, it's drum and SZA, and they're singing it. I can't think of it. I gotta look it up. Baby, okay. When you hear Caretaker, and the song they're singing, about, I'm gonna take care of you. I will, even though you got a man now. Baby, I've been fucking fans now. Like they say a whole bunch of shit, but it's soulful as fuck. And it's drum singing his ass off, and it's sits singing her ass off, and it's like a little cute. slow. I just saw the one with him and Cardi where they calling people ugly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think I'm cute? Well, I think you ugly. the cute creepers. <laughs> How do you think that? That's so terrible. You think Cardi I'm cute? Cardi B, you know where I'm at. Shit. <laughs> So Drum also oh, has a, he's on a, a record with Yogi and Lady Lesher called Cakin. So mm-hmm. those are all the tracks that I want you to check out if you haven't checked out. Uh, but y'all have to listen to that damn SZA and Drum song. It is I'm so, gonna listen as soon as I get a, on the train. There's a live version too. I'm gonna play it for you. Um, that's it here over at the Music Man segment. Uh, if you have any requests, please let me know. Is that it? This is your outro oh. music. If you have any more questions, comments, concerns, don't forget to add me at Hey Asante. And uh, don't forget Gucci Gang. <laughs> hey! Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Woo! <laughs> look, speaking of, uh, uh, look, going back to Snapchat filters. You seen that Snapchat filter? I got it. Somebody sent me. The freaking an emoji of, I think it's a little pig. Is it a little pig or a little cow? And it's like, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. I was like, if y'all don't stop tagging me to this shit. Yo, an emoji is the funniest. Oh. Hey, hey. I mean, get That is funny. It. Not the little dance. Getting it. Y'all look funny as hell, man. Y'all be tagging us to some funny Woo! shit. Tons of shit over there in the music man world. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting today's episode of The Friend Zone. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Send your therapist text, audio, and video messages, or even do a live video chat. No commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Talkspace therapists are fully licensed and go through a rigorous screening process in addition to thousands of hours of supervised professional training. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com friendzone and use code friendzone to get $30 off your first month and show support for this show. That's code friendzone at Talkspace.com friendzone. Talkspace. It's therapy for how we live today. Okay. okay. But uh, now we're going to move right on along to TV land. What you got for us today, Dustin? <laughs> so, Rick James, bitch. <laughs> first of all, I want to dial back to the Artful Dodger. 
because that's also the name of the Broadway play written about the life and career accomplishments of Wendy Williams culminating with her fall. Oh, my God. In a Statue of Liberty costume. The Artful Dodger is coming to Broadway. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the Artful Dodger. I'm mad that we really were looking at him like Williams. he was saying something real. <laughs> Look, he said the Artful Dodger and I was in. And That's then... what she was doing. <laughs> well, she was dodging. Oh. Okay. Let's get to it. You already know what we're going to talk about. You already know what came on. That was my the Artful Dodger. That was a good one. Wasn't it, <laughs> So you already know what I'm here to talk about. I'm not going to waste nobody's time this week. Let's get straight to the Real Housewives of Atlanta because that's what we need to discuss. A lot of shit went on on Atlanta this week. And I think I was triggered. I probably would have took pill A after watching that episode this week. Non-associative. Okay. Because Kim Zosiak-Beerman, I don't even... Please, he doesn't exist. Right. First of all, Kim shows up to Nene's white party. Kim is not a full-time housewife. She was an original from season one. She was on the show from season one to like the half of season five. Then she left. Had her own show, had all those Still has her own show. I'm sorry. Still Six has seasons. this goddamn show. Yeah. I do not care about Kim and or Croy. It's doing well. Or none it's of them doing kids. Well. Kim, Croy. Yabba dabba do, <laughs> Wendy, Betty, all of them. I'm it's not. Too much. <laughs> so Kim, Croy, Country Cattle is too much. So um, it's too much. But Kim showed up to Nene's house basically to start trouble. She walked into the house. She immediately started antagonizing Kenya Moore. And you can say what you want to say about Kenya Moore. You can like her, dislike her, whatever you want to do. Kim was wrong. She literally came into the house talking shit about Kenya Moore being married and nobody knowing her husband, which is crazy because if you don't even like her, if you hate her so much, why you even want to meet her husband? You're seeking out an opportunity to try to embarrass her or you know, entice her into an argument. And that's what she did. And Kim knocked her the wind out of her sails when she clocked that tweet that Kim Zosiak sent out. Kim Zosiak sent a tweet out saying to Chrissy Teigen, saying, who does Brielle, her 20-year-old daughter, have to blow to get j- tickets to John Legend's concert? <laughs> what? Yeah, so, so when... So when Kenya says, go mm-hmm. on. You got it. No, so you... when Kenya... when when. Kim starts attacking Kenya and making personal digs at her, the validity of her marriage. Kenya says, go worry, worry about your daughter you're trying to pimp out for uh, John Legend tickets on the internet. Damn. I mean, she won the, I, she won the verbal exchange of tete-a-tete. She won, right? tete <laughs> So Kim gets up, like acts like she's about to walk over to Kenya to have, I guess, a physical altercation with her. We know that's not going to happen. Kim Zosiak ain't about to hit Kenya damn more. Portia might have drug Kenya on that ground, but that's different. They were evenly matched. Kim Zosiak versus Kenya Moore. Kim Physically, Kenya's from Detroit, and she works out. Kim don't do nothing but have babies and smoke cigarettes. And wear and terrible wigs. just sit there and sweat her makeup off. So she jumps up and she acts like she's going to attack Kenya. She can't even stand up straight. If you rewatch the clip, her foot kind of shuffled. It was like her high heel. I was thought she come kicked off. it off. But I, yeah. That's I was not... like, well, maybe she's wearing mules. I'm like, maybe she got a mule on the way. She <laughs> it was like she's trying to keep the right. shoe on her foot. But she couldn't even get over there towards Kenya. She then got up like my favorite a... Lewis York song. Like a raging bull. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> Um, but she looked like a Cajun bull with all that spray tan she had yes. on. Then they had uh, 
So they leave the party. She interrupts. She disrupts Nini's complete party. Nini embraced Kim with open arms. We now know that while all this was going on, two things were happening. Croy was outside in the car, which means that Kim only planned on being there to film for a short enough amount of time that he would feel comfortable waiting for her outside. To me, that automatically means that she came in with an agenda. She knew what she was there for. She came in to start trouble. Meanwhile, we also now know that while all that melee was going on, her funky daughter, Brielle, was downstairs in the bathroom acting like she saw roaches when it was a water bug in the, on the floor at Nene's new home, which was beautiful, which if you watch the show from season one, you know that Kim Zosiak was, I'm not going to say jealous, I'm not going to say bothered or whatever, but she was uncomfortable being around Nene operating at the level that Nene is operating right now when it comes to her Nene shit. Nene was always the underdog. All the other girls, Sheree, Kim, they all thought that they dressed better than Nene, which they did at the time. They thought they had more money than her, which they did, and they kind of thought she was the underdog that had enough mouthpiece to get them in the door, but then once the cameras were rolling, those girls thought they would be able to take over and eclipse Nene's personality with their fabulousness or whatever the fuck. Nobody cared about that. Everybody got it connected to Nene's personality. And so fast forward 10 years later, Nene is now the top dog. They're walking into her space. They're looking for a way to bring her back down to what they know her as. You know, people love to do that to you. Mm -hmm. When they see you grow and evolve beyond to other stuff, they love to try to bring some shit up and bring you back down. See, you, you, I know the real Nene. They love saying shit like that, which there is a different Nene, but that's another conversation for another time. In this particular conversation, I'm on her side. So Kim comes into her house, throws a glass at Kenya in this pointless-ass argument. Just completely trash. She might as well be on Love and Hip Hop. Mona Sky Young might as well put Kim Zosiak on Love and Bluegrass. Or, or Love and, uh, uh, what else? Love and Folk Music. Love and Folk. That's what Kim Zosiak needs to be on. Right? Love and Disco? Because she came in the door, like, literally like a bull in a china cabinet. Tearing shit up, yelling, screaming, talk, cursing, vulgar, saying all kinds of vulgar shit. It was unbelievable. So Kim is still up to her old tricks. All she's looking for is a moment. And I truly believe that her actions were rooted in jealousy of where Nene is today. Because they always counted her out. And she ended up becoming the star player of the franchise. Let's move on over to Portia Williams. Portia um, had a rough time in San Francisco. Portia's been having a rough time all season thus far. We're only a few episodes in, but you can tell none of the other cast members really wanted to engage with her, film with her. She mm -hmm. was kind of just there. What I appreciate about Portia, because I'm not just going to break her ass all the way down, right? <laughs> what I do appreciate about Portia is that she's direct enough to speak up when it's time to speak up, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the things that she was saying to Nene about what Nene said and did on Watch What Happens Live were true because Nene, Nene actually did the same thing to Cynthia. Yeah, She did the exact same thing to Cynthia, went on Watch What Happens Live and alluded to the fact that the person that she was in a current argument with deserved to be fired. She did mm -hmm. the same thing. And I, because of the way that I am and my values and loyalty and shit, my Christian values, Tina Campbell, the way my Christian values are set up, I understand that. I just don't believe that it's appropriate no matter how upset you get with your friend to, to do some of the things that Nene has done. So now that we've given Portia that, the Cynthia, fact that she's, you know. Cynthia, her wig need to calm down. 
even that. But now that we've given Portia that much, let's get back to why she's an idiot, right? Okay, so we're <laughs> we're in this beautiful argument <laughs> that, that we <laughs> we're in this beautiful argument that we were blessed to open the show with today. <laughs> Nene and Portia are going back and forth. Portia then tells Nene that you're bringing up Phaedra. She doesn't have anything to do with this. Nene tells Portia, well, you took the food off of Phaedra's plate because she's not here. Portia does what she did in part four of the reunion and throws Phaedra under the bus where she belongs, but she still did the action. She threw her under the bus and says, well, we're all accountable for our actions. Well, the whole table erupted with laughter, surprise, shock, shit. Somebody peed a little bit. You don't know what happened, but everybody reacted to her saying that because it was so ridiculous you are the most you talking about blood guilty it looked like she got red latex hand gloves on that's how much blood she got on her hands when it comes to what she did to candy okay just like nini told her she does deserve discipline yeah portia said that we all know what happened portia said that phaedra told her the lie but portia gleefully carried that story she brought it to candy with the intent to shame her to attach something negative to her so that people could judge her based on believing that she would do that and when people consider those sorts of things they don't choose you when it's time to make a choice when they have that sort of bad information so that's the danger in what Portia so happily did that's why everybody at the table wanted to whoop her ass low key on behalf of candy let's be clear these are all a whole bunch of black women there's a general code amongst black women you just don't sit up and watch somebody be done wrong like that without being like if it was me I would slap the shit out that bitch you know what I'm saying (laughs) it's like it's a natural thing and that's why (laughs) Nene after all these years of being at odds with Candy Nene and Candy was running into each other during the off season out in LA on they shit you know what I'm saying? And, and Nene, real recognized real. She was like, Candy, we may not have seen eye to eye. We may have seen each other, but it wasn't eye to eye all these years. But what they did to you was fucked up, and I respect your hustle. And they became friends. And so now, Portia is going to be held accountable because we all know Nene is too much of a Lanethia right. to let it go across the table on her watch. She's going to call Portia the task. I love it. I'm so excited about it. And I just want to say one thing. Portia had the gall to do an interview with Jenny McCarthy this week. What? Where she said oh that my God. she watched can- the, the episode and she had a moment that morning because she couldn't believe that Candy and her friend would make comments about her illness that she's had for years. And to her, commenting about an illness is a new low. And 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 it would just seem really hateful and spiteful. I just want her to stop. I just want her to not. <laughs> I don't know how the seat didn't just... You know how these seats, you can push their little lever on the side and they just sink down to the floor? Mm-hmm. I don't know how the seat didn't just fall to the floor as she was sitting there lying like that and putting that bullshit out when she literally spent an entire season doing just that. So, Portia, you ain't shit. You ain't been shit. You ain't never going to be shit. All you're good for is looking pretty in your confessionals because you look different in your confessionals than you do when you film your scenes. <laughs> so you, all you're good for is looking good in a confessional um, and standing up for yourself. So if that's enough to validate you, congratulations, honey. But other than that, you ain't shit. And that's all I have to say for this week's TV land. That's it? Let's keep it moving. So they got no a highlight. Shows? Hmm? No other show? None. <laughs> he said none. We focused. <laughs> we focused.
Thanks again to Form for supporting today's episode of The Friend Zone. Form is the first and only end-to-end system designed to make hair care simple. Inspired by your own hair care experiences, Form delivers uncompromising performance without sacrificing the health of your hair. Everything starts with you and the Form Consultation. Once you share your hair type, style, and goals, you'll be delivered a form regimen complete with selected products, styling techniques, and care tips tailored just for you. No matter what your needs are, form works every step of the way. You'll never find suspect chemicals in their products. Everything form makes for you is thoroughly vetted to provide top performance without compromising, ever. They pledge to provide high quality and an enriching experience in everything they do. Let Form treat your hair with the respect and care it deserves. And just for our listeners, head to formbeauty.com forward slash the friend zone and get 10% off and free shipping on your first purchase and a free Form Mini when you spend over $50. That's formbeauty.com forward slash the friend zone. Get personal with Form. Oh, so that's it for this week's TV land. Now we're going to check out what you guys want to talk to us. Dustin's face. <laughs> You're really mad about this. Um, we're going to check out what you guys wanted to talk to us about and asking for a friend, which got for us a song. Tay. Don't forget to email us. <laughs> I say some of these things every week. And I still get They're trolling you though. They're not it's fun. And people tweeted me and said, I'm not trolling, I promise. And now I want to be like, well, why didn't you rewind? But I that's why Shout I out to uh there's a YouTuber named James Caldwell who does oh my a, God. A Ask James video series. And at the end of each video, he says, You have a question? I have an answer. Send your email to such and such and write it in the subject line. He'd be like, he says, Remember, you have to write this in the subject line for me to see it. Then he says, it's going to continue to be an issue. Because <laughs> it is. It's going to continue gonna to continue. be an issue. It, it is. I'm going to say it every week and it's still going to happen. So <laughs> there it is. Oh, um, by the way, this is not appropriate for the, this portion, but I still wanted to read it at some point. The subject is, Miguel's hairdresser is my friend, and I told him all about Frank. <laughs> what? This woman, <laughs> right? Firstly, want to say, I absolutely love the podcast. Life-changing. So glad I heard an episode and got hooked. On a petty note, dead. <laughs> Long story short, my very good friend Noah is Miguel's and his beautiful girlfriend's hairdresser. I spoke to Noah about Fran's love for Miguel um, and her angelic singing voice. Okay. And played the episode where Fran sang at the <laughs> beginning. Noah was blown away. He said he must know who Fran is. <laughs> I hope to hear a collaboration, Miguel and Fran, in the future. Thank you for exposing me to your magic. So. Thank you. Can y'all Betty, not play the podcast episode for people? This is her, <laughs> she this is her with the, the hairdresser. Okay, and receipts. Then, and then she sent the hairdresser with Miguel. No. Receipts. <laughs> y'all are going to make Miguel think I would crush on him because y'all be tagging me on everything. <laughs> you see, she said she made sure to say girlfriend and not fiance or what? Girlfriend. Okay. okay. I no, you didn't. You heard that door creaking open. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. It's cracked. There it is, friend. <laughs> All right. No, I dated someone he's close to. So I, oh, okay. That door is I mean, shut. <laughs> it's twenty. Well, you know, you got somebody anyway. All y'all got to do is make Bird of Music together. Bird of Music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, <laughs> the subject line here is dating a friend's friend. Okay, look at oh, that. <laughs> alignment. 
Um, Damn. Y'all are terrible. This this person <laughs> writes, so I've been seeing this guy. Collective who, consciousness. Who, <laughs> who will call Sam since mid-September, right after I'd broken up with my long-distance ex from Dallas. I live in Seattle. Oh, Seattle. We would hang out regularly, go to gay clubs together, and just spend spend the night watching older episodes of Drag Race together. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with him. It's mid-October, and by this point, it's mid-October by this point, and it's my friend Aaron's birthday. He invites all us gays out to dinner for a night on the town, and a good amount of us come through. I brought Sam as my plus one for the night, and him and Aaron hit it off instantly. As we're all eating, one of Aaron's friends walk in, who we'll call Jake. Okay, so he's with Sam. They at Aaron's place, and Jake just came in. <clears throat> Aaron introduces us to one another, and I can tell the attraction was mutual from the jump. Okay. What jump? <laughs> <laughs> from the jump. <laughs> <laughs> We're all at the gay club at this point. I know what jump. Having <laughs> a good ass time. I'm drunk but still coherent at this point, and I lose Sam in the crowd of dancing men. I spot Jake and ask him if we can walk if he can walk me downstairs to the bathroom. As we're waiting in line, we start talking a bit, and I tell him he looked familiar, and it clicked. He recognized me off Grinder. We'd messaged back and forth a bit, but nothing ever came of it. The sexual tension is high at this point, and we just start making out right then and there. I know, classy. As Sam is upstairs drinking and twerking his heart out with my friends. <laughs> So we plan our escape routes and both make up an excuse to Aaron as to why we need to leave. Separately, obviously. We met up at his place and I spent the night there. Sam calls me asking me where I went and if I was okay. I just say, yeah, I'm fine. I just had a family emergency. Weeks go by of Jake and I hanging out and soon decide to make it official. But because Aaron and Sam have become good friends, both Jake and I have to keep our relationship a secret. Why? I custom blocked Sam on Snapchat so he can't see my stories of when I'm hanging out with Jake. Sam is still asking to hang out, and I just say I'm too busy with work and school. I don't want to ghost him, but I also don't want him to think he still has a shot with me when I'm al- when I'm already taken. How should oh, I approach God, this, this situation with Sam and Aaron? Sam needs that pill. <laughs> that's, look, that's why I chose this one. Pill B. <laughs> After the pill, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get one. Shit. This is so terrible. Asante, go go for it. <laughs> what? Uh-uh, I always go last for this. I always round it out. Go ahead. I'm going to go second. I learned from you. <laughs> That's right. And I'm the one who came up with that. So it looked like it's on you, Asante. Let's go. I this, mean, ain't my, this ain't my area of expertise. Maybe the things that happen at the club. I mean, the rest of it, really, I ain't got nothing. Look, I don't know. Okay. All you really... He was, he was going out with Sam. Sam then became friends with Aaron. He broke up with Sam for his I, fucking... I know what happened. I, mean, I just feel like... I just don't understand what there is to hide because you already said that when you brought Sam and whoever. He don't want to answer. He just don't want to have to talk to the ex. I mean, you don't have to talk to the ex. And what you think? Nobody, none of your mutual friends are going to say, oh my God, look at such and such on Snapchat. Look, they're at such and such. Like Aaron ain't going to be sitting there with Sam. Exactly. Like, girl, look at this girl. Or like Sam ain't gonna just make another Snapchat and follow you anyway. Right. Mm. <laughs> Duh. Mm. Um, 
Just be honest. Shit. Yeah. Y'all go together and everybody just has to deal with it and everybody will be fine. I don't even see what the real obligation is. Do you? I mean, I think just the way it started was a, was messy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. It almost felt like you talked to Jake out of retaliation for Sam ditching you when you brought him to the other boy's birthday party and going. You remember because he said when they got to the party, Sam, or Sam right? And the other boy, like, took off together. They hit it off. Yeah, he and said took they off hit together. it off instantly, yeah. And so. But no, they didn't take off. They just hit it off. Weren't they off by themselves or something? No, he just, no she, he's just saying, like, they got along really well. Like, oh, now, like, they started messing. No, like, if I bring you around someone I'm dating and y'all just get cool real fast. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you just a and so now they still cool, but yeah. they, he ain't date them no more. You just, you just made a choice, shit. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's the only really, way out is to just tell everybody the truth. That's like, really it. And, and make light of it. As terrible as it is, be like, this is going to sound so fucked up. But I mean, the reality is, I met Jake. And be honest. Be like, I met him, you know, through Aaron because the connections are all going to be there. You're probably going to have to all chill around each other. Yeah. If everyone knows where it started, how it started, how it's going, then there's nothing to worry about. Y'all need to move. <laughs> For real. For real. That shit, ain't, it ain't looking good from here on out. It's time to leave Seattle. I'm getting old because I'm thinking about custom block and all that shit. I don't want to do none of that. That's I'm just going to tell you where it is. Yeah, that's what I feel like. And I just, I mean... Look, nigga. I mean, it's messy, Sorry. but it's it also a consequence of messiness is that you got to look a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, so you got to be honest and look a little crazy, and then you guys will date and everybody get over it. It'll be temporary, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you are right, and you're not about to break up with him, so your decision is made. Exactly. You, I, 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 I guarantee you, you're not gonna say, "Well, you know what? This we didn't start off on the right foot, so we should probably just end our relationship." Right, and nobody ever has to know. Right, please, y'all laying up right now, legs right. and feet all tangled. Right, so this <laughs> is just what you've chosen to do. You need to just be forthcoming about it if you care. Since since you care that much about your friend's feelings, which right. is completely understandable, so just be honest. Just stop wasting everybody's time. <laughs> you wasting your time. You wasting your ex's time. You wasting your friend Aaron's time. Aaron don't want to be in the middle of none of this, and he probably don't even know. Poor Aaron. Aaron. Poor just Aaron. Want to twerk. Okay. He was That's like, all right. okay. Aaron just trying to dance to get it how I live it. I'm not. I'm that friend. I'm that friend that ends up being friends with somebody else's anything, mm-hmm. and then they bet. Oh, girl, you know he did this week, and I'm like, what? You done with him? He texts me. We're supposed to go shoe shopping and shit. And it's like, all right. And then I stop. And then I start being funny. I'm like, well, we can't go shoe shopping no more. I'm that friend too. But that's it. I don't really have nothing to say to to, to this person. Just you tell everybody how you live it. Right. You just need to tell live everybody what's up it. and stop wasting That's everybody's the advice time. Right there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's it here over at this uh questions segment of this podcast. <laughs> if you have a question that you would like to ask, don't forget to email us at the friends on at loudspeakersnetwork.com. That's it. Moving right on along to the black business of the week. Take it away. Hey friend, hey. So for this week's black business, we have a yoga studio called it's actually a yoga class called Yogiando. It is bilingual. English and Spanish every Saturday and Monday in Washington Heights. What? Yes. Classes are only... In the hood. I know, and I love that it's... Uh, the young lady was saying that her mom created it to provide access for the women... Not the women, for the people right. in Washington Heights who maybe don't have the money to take yoga classes because they tend to be expensive, or maybe they can't speak English, they don't understand mm-hmm. the instructors. I just love it. It's 
amazing. I love that it's called Yogiando. That's so cute. Um, like I said, it's Saturdays and Mondays, $10 a class. Right now it's being held at a church. Hopefully we can send them so hey. much traffic that it can be more than two days and it can be outside of a church and she can get her own spot. So please spread the word, spread the word, spread the word. Right now it is at the Holy, at Holy, I don't know if they misspelled that. It says Holy Rude. I'm assuming it's Holy Rod. <laughs> Episcopal Church. <laughs> oh gosh, here y'all go. I mean, everyone I've been I mean, in, you know, <laughs> it's a fitting moniker. Holy <laughs> Rod Episcopal Church, Iglesia Santa Cruz. That's seven fifteen West One Seventy Ninth Street. This is amazing. Yes, the number. If you want more information, it says to please call Rosanna at two one two nine two eight seven six three five. Basic classes. All levels are welcome. The description she says is, do you suffer from stress and anxiety? Does your body and head hurt? Are you not sleeping well? We're offering you the opportunity to improve your health, increase your flexibility, and experience deep relaxation of the body and the mind. So it's Saturdays from 10.30 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. and Mondays from 1 p.m. to 2.15 p.m. I love this. So please check it out. Tell your grandma, tell your cousins, tell all your friends. If you guys want to make up flyers, I will post the flyer they have. If you want to print them out, put them around, send them out, email, whatever you got to do. Let's help this class get bigger and let's help her have more of a sustained center or something, you know? That'd be awesome. Washington Heights deserves it. Because the wellness scene is so whitewashed. So I think this is really cool. I was excited. So check it out. If you want to tweet the young lady, her name is Des and her at is D-D-E underscore Ville. That's V-I-L-L-E. Tweet her. It's her mom's class. If you have any more information or if you just want to shout her out and send her love. That's it for this week's Black Business and now we'll well actually that's it all we have <laughs> now we'll end this we'll episode <laughs> okay do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here nope just um, Asante and I are so excited to see everybody in Detroit um, oh my next God. weekend December 16th I cannot wait that's home for me I know I'm from Flint and I spent many years living in Detroit downtown so that's home too um, I cannot wait to go and have a good time so Detroit we will see you um for The Read, live, December 16th. Asante. That's right. Don't forget. Uh, actually, I think that show was sold out. So hopefully we'll just catch you at the pop-up shop if you are not going to be at the show. Pop, pop, or pop. maybe we'll catch you at both. Uh, look for details of all of those things on The Read. And you can check any of our social media. Um, coming up this weekend in New York City, December 9th, Saturday, um, The Read is doing a holiday pop-up shop and Toy Drive, I will be hosting. Oh, so sad. I'm missing it. Is it is from noon to 5. This is going to be in support of Toys for Tots. All toy donations will benefit Toys for Tots. So oh. it's at 616 East 9th Street, New York, New York, 10009. Please come out and support. Again, that's this Saturday, December 9th. It's going to be fun as hell. You're going to be able to buy some fly shit, and you're going to be able to help some people out there by bringing some cool toys. That's it for me. What about for you, friend? I'm going to have to give y'all some toys. Bring to them take, all. Right? Because I won't be able to be there. I will be... Leave them at the wine shop and I'll go grab them if you oh, want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, true. Because the grandma's shop, remember? It's right over there. It's right... Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that's the plan. Um, 
Did we ever do her well, as a black business? Well, you could drop it at Crystal's house. Yeah, True. A couple, a, a couple times, but we can bring it back because it's holiday season. Right, she deserves. Okay, we can have duplicates. Right, so I have two quick announcements. I will be in Houston this weekend for the Houston last... Tampa, right, the last stop of my Yay! tour. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank ladies. you so yes. much. I still can't believe it. I'm probably going to cry. Oh, I know I'm going to cry. What an accomplishment. What an accomplishment. 12-city tour... Finally completed this weekend. Yes. Uh, the next one is already being fleshed out. Can't wait to give you guys the details. But Houston, you'll be helping me close out an incredible chapter of my life, honestly, because it's just recalibrated my whole business model. So that is that. And then I also have to shout out Lewis York, who will be performing in New York City. That's my best friend. Yes. Um, they will be performing at the Triad Theater at 158 West 72nd Street. $10 in advance, $15 at the door. Um, all ages welcome. December 10th, doors open at 7 o'clock p.m., I will be in Houston, but best believe I am hauling ass and flying in early so that I'm hopefully going to be able to make it. So it's cutting it a little close for me. I might roll up in my suitcase, but I will try to be there. They will be performing with their girl group, the Shandellas, Yes. which is pretty much their debut. Baby, come through. I know. Yes. So please... I will be there. Come support my friends. I'll be there yes. too. Right? Oh, and I wait. Yes. Wouldn't miss that for We'll the be world. there. Right. So please support my friends and all their awesomeness. And that's it for my uh, church announcements. That's right. And that's it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I have one last thing to say to you. One last thing. Because I never want you to close out the show, friend. You know, every time you're about to close out, <laughs> I'm like, forget. don't close it. I don't close it. <laughs> I just want to say that I love you both. I Aww. love everybody that listens to this show. This is the anniversary of me quitting my job. It was. Are you serious? Oh, it, was, it was this week, uh, a year ago. Because it, it was on a burr, Wednesday. Burr, burr, burr. It was the last time I worked that motherfucker. I Holy ain't never. Shit, I've been, been back literally year. once. I've literally been in that establishment one time since I left that bitch, and I ain't never going back. Wow. I can't believe it. I am living proof. My best friend spoke that upon me the other day, and I had to just share that with everybody. Testament. You all are living proof. So thank y'all for listening. Aww. I love you, and stay black and protect your magic. That's how you can close out a show. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye.